is the Riot Squadcast, a supporter-driven show dedicated to L.A. Galaxy news, information, and opinions. Here's your hosts, Ed Rodriguez and Chris Zero Cool Tucker. Welcome to the Riot Squadcast. My name is Ed Rodriguez, and I am joined... Again, I, I miss this guy so much. I haven't seen him in a while. Aww. He's my favorite person. Your favorite person. After your wife. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah, well, she's probably listening. My love? I can't. Uh, we're a little low, but it's fine. It, as long as they can hear us, right? Can they? Probably, maybe. Just assuming. Ben, this is on the fly. Ben, ben just like, you know what? I'm going to show up five minutes before the We'll, we'll, before we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a second. But, of course, I mean, let me properly introduce you. Chris. Zero Cool Tucker. How's it going, my man? Hello, everyone. How are you doing? Welcome, welcome back. Uh, don't you miss you miss that voice? Welcome I know I missed back. it. Welcome back. Everything's gonna be lovely. Everything's welcome gonna be back. Nice. Welcome back. Welcome back. Are you doing Welcome Back, Carter, or yeah. the May song? No, welcome, welcome back. back. No, no, Welcome Back, Carter. Mr. Carter. <laughs> I need to I, kids see, just go and Google search and I Welcome Back. Yeah, yeah. Google search this show that got canceled eight years before Ed was born. Yeah, yeah. At a minimum. Uh, but I'm very well way, sir. Way before a year. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. While, while you're saying hello, Ben, I'll uh, I'll look up some welcome back Carter. And that unfortunate voice is, of course... So topical, right off the bat. Producer Ben. Super topical. I know, of course, yeah. It's only a 35-year-old show. But Producer Ben is here, of course. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing all right, man. I'm here. I made it on time-ish. Got us going on time-ish. What year were you doing? We're all right. 88. It was, it was canceled it's fucking six 30. months before eight years. Yeah. You got canceled 1979. Really? Yeah. There's your welcome back, Cotter, minute of the week. <laughs> There's your 1970s <laughs> sitcom. Next, <laughs> next week, what's happening? What happened to John Sylvester? I will fucking update us on welcome back, Cotter, every week if you want to challenge me. No, I, I, was say, I thought you were going to say, what, what, what's up with what's happening? We can do what's happening. What's happening is an infinitely better show than welcome oh, back, yeah. Cotter. What up, Raj? Was that the one where the woman was named Florida? No, that's good times. Oh, that good, good times. times. Anytime you need a payment. Good, good times. Anytime you need a friend. Hustling and surviving. That's it, man. Scratching and oh, scratching surviving. surviving yeah. Hanging in a chow line. Good times. Ain't we lucky we got them? Doom, 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 doom. Can you imagine that show again? Again, kids. Yeah. Go ask your parents. Yeah. Of what the show Good Times was. Fuck, this or... is 2019. If you don't know a predominantly black show that had a father in the home, you're a racist. Flat out. No defense. We're canceling you. That's that's, that's the way we deal with shit now. Ed. It's oh, yeah. all it's we, all canceling everybody. We live in the cancel culture, man, so it's fine. <sighs> Lazy fucking people. Anyway, how's everybody well? We're doing well, I'm man. Co- I'm, coming back, out, I'm coming out angry, together, angry and hot right off the, the top. Get, well, I mean, <laughs> the gang's back together, man. The, uh, you know, we're hyped. Boys are backing down. Boys, are we just gonna sing the whole episode? Are we? Yeah. Well, I'm karaoke cast. Oh, there's a uh, there's a, a little side project that came up during the what? what uh, technically, whose show were we on when we did that 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 mega mega pod? That was oh, on Nag News, right? Yeah, it was, it was technically Nag News. Nag News. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when we, which we, Eddie, by the way, is in in the chat right now. Oh. And if you are listening, time. we are live, of course, on Facebook and Twitter and youtubecom slash Squadcast. Like share. Uh, like and share. If you want to, you know, join in the conversation, uh, the majority of that is in the YouTube live chat where it gets crazy, gets nuts, right? 
Definitely. It's it's what if if we're going to read something out, we're going to comment on something that's going on in one of the chats. It's predominantly going to be the YouTube one. So if you want to take part with other listeners and and you maybe get a comment in on the show, something you want to interject with, if you've ever sat in your car listening to this show on the radio and you're like, "Hey, I would have loved to interject here." This is how you can go about that. Or just like say, "Oh, these guys are terribly wrong and are misinformed." You know, and then I can eviscerate your incorrect opinion. But I would still hear your opinion. I That's do like the, the usage of eviscerate. Eviscerate's a good word. It's a good word. It's, we should, you know, proper. It's what my buddy Travis Johnson used to call a $5 word. I don't know what he meant by that, but he $5 word, it was it, it worked for him. So, Chris, how you been, man? I know you've, you haven't been on the show in a little bit. It's been two weeks. Oh. What's been going on in your life? Um, well, I mean, I had such I had such backlash from the Latif blessing issue. I just, I, I felt it was in the best interest of myself and everyone on the show to just take of course not fuck those people uh i life got difficult studying and school wise and and time wise for the last you know week or so so uh look occasionally over the course of the next 13 weeks that sound right 14 uh, 12 weeks 12 ish weeks over the course of the next 12-ish weeks i may occasionally miss an episode depending on my workload right if um I'm taking 17 units a semester. It's too much. I'm I'm aware of that now, but I'm doing my best to juggle it as long as I can. Um, so every now and again, if my workload is too much in a given week, I may have to take. It's Tuesday. It's relatively early in the week. So if I can kind of suss out early that you know it's going to be a, a rougher week, I'm going to have to take an ep- uh, an episode or two off. And and luckily, you know, we have a decent crop of people who can kind of rotate in and help out. Uh, so that that's where I was at least last week. Overall. I'm well, I'm tired. If you can't tell, I've had nine cups of coffee today. So, yeah, man. Like, I see, I can see music in the skies. That's the level of caffeine that's coursing through my veins at any fucking given moment. That's that's how I'm living. That's, does that answer your fucking question, Ed? I don't, sorry. I mean. I get I get really rageful out of nowhere sometimes. That's, that's, that's that side, like, coffee rage. <laughs> caffeine, caffeine rage, rage yeah. To show Ed, he can do what he wants, man. Shut the fuck yeah. up. You're a, you look, you're a. Get calm down, or you'll get kicked clear off Tucker and Friends. Which I'm going to be canceled off. Of Tucker. I'm lying. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what I'm enjoying. I'm like Chris Jericho, get canceled. Done. Yeah, he's done. He's out of here. He's done. How Benjamin, you how you been, man? Doing all right, man. Class ran a bit long, and I hit a little bit of traffic on the way home, and I'm like, fuck. But you made it. Yeah, made it. I'm like, I went in, kissed the wife, kissed the kid, said, "Hey, how you doing?" Bye. Papa's got a pod. Yeah. <laughs> said, "Gotta go." Dad, Dad's got more important things to do. I'm like I, I I hope they I hope they want the the same order they always get the coke and the water and you know grab that come on out here here we go it's pretty speaking good. of coke uh, Madam Serrano says just do coke it's more fun um, I school is not uh, assuming that's that's directed at me yeah uh, school is definitely not fun I assume cocaine will make it more enjoyable I'm not sure I'll be able to maintain the A's and B's that I currently have uh, on coke or maybe I'll get something higher than an A who knows. I mean, you'll just get higher. Yeah, it depends on the habit. I like weed is weed is fine. Weed is I I I legitimately I'm excelling at school via smoking marijuana. Like, is, well, that's all I need. It's nothing cocaine won't fix. Well, why am I looking to fix my A's and B's? I'm good. I'm just saying A's and B's work. Yeah, but what you're saying doesn't make sense. My A's and B's are fine. Let's let's maintain A's and B's. Marijuana. Speaking of which, listener C uh, dropped off a beautiful delivery to me this week. Um, God, so good. Just such top compared to the. Sh- you really realize the level of quality of marijuana you buy when you get some delivered to you. 
by someone who works in the industry. Like, and I, I apparently I buy like Chris Rock in in uh, uh, what's that movie called? Chris Rock in uh, New Jack City. I buy the weed that guy's buying. Apparently, compared to what gets delivered to me, he he sent me a half an ounce of Purple Punch. Splendid, absolutely splendid, beautiful, crystallized, nice and sticky. Mm. So I was listening to a podcast recently where the guy from System of a Down oh, has his own like weed brand now. Uh huh. Kevin Smith, uh, I think, has one or that is, makes ha- sense. is getting one. It's the new thing, man. Fucking that asshole John Boehner who sent all those black people to jail for selling weed. He's getting into cannabis now. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, Amen. Every time I, it's, every all, t- it's all about the green when it comes to green, right? Every time I go to the shop and buy some, I'll I'll get out and I'll talk to Erica, and I'm like, I just bought weed from this like blonde 23 year old girl, and there are scores of black people sitting in jail for selling this. Like, isn't that fucked up? She's like, yeah. What are you gonna do? I'm like, or even going to jail for tap for like having like the smallest of weed on them. It's, it's a, is you know, what am I gonna do? Or sprinkle them, sprinkled on them, sprinkle a little crack on them. Let's get out of here. Uh, yes, as you can tell, I am still suffering from whatever has ailed me over the last month and a half. I think we didn't. We decide it was either the plague or AIDS. We don't talk about that anymore, dude. We don't bring you that don't up. Mention, yeah, look. no, no, Ed has AIDS. No, no, it's no, okay no, to no, mention no, Ed. No, 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 it's okay to say Ed That's has racist, AIDS. That's racist, man. I don't okay. understand. I, I'm assuming and homophobic. If it, yeah, if it's homophobic it and racist for you to say it about one person. It's got to be homophobic and racist for you to say it about another person, even if you're saying the exact same thing. I apparently, yeah, you're okay. This is zero tolerance. So I'm just, I'll just wait Tucker, for your apology. Just now. right off the no, bat. No, no, well, hold Tucker, on, I will, wait, wait. First, I got, I got first, this. Tucker, as as it being your show, uh-huh. I apologize to you first, yeah, because it is your. I, 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 I would hate to say the wrong thing on your show. I need you to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> this is not Chris Tucker. <sighs> <laughs> I will tell you, I, I did, I had a laugh about that earlier this week. Sorry, I'm still waiting for my apology. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. From Chris. From obviously. me? Yeah. Holy shit, well, okay. Show, so. uh, well, yeah, and you're probably the one who said it. Yeah. I mean, I looked at you and you yeah. weren't, This. you weren't speaking. This is the thing. <laughs> dude, we're going to get miles this out of this the, shit, this, dude. this is the thing. <laughs> that was legitimately people's argument. Like, as, as nonsensical and stupid as that sounds, that was someone's legitimate argument of like, well, I know you didn't say it. But you let them say it. I was like, "What? What doesn't make any fucking sense? What does that? What does that have to do with anything?" But yeah, you're, you're Ed. You're 100 percent right. Um, from the bottom of my heart, I apologize for Ben making clearly a uh, uh, bigoted, homophobic, racist. And you know what? Why not? Let's sprinkle a little misogyny in there. Statement directed at you. How dare he? How I dare just, I? I just want him. The only reason, the only way this is going to be rectified is if he's off the show. Even though, even though you apologize, and I know you meant it, naturally, and it wasn't you didn't mean offending people. I still want your life to be over. His or mine? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's a, that's the last time we'll we'll dip back into this well this week. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure in we'll the, be back at in it this episode. Too. Probably not. Probably not. Um, other than that, yeah, man, it's just I think I'm gonna call the doctors tomorrow and see what's going on. That's good because you. It's been like a month. Yeah, yeah, it's only been like yeah six weeks. Is it's is there a long. concern that it's like? Something serious. I don't think so. I'm not going to name anything that it could be serious because someone knew someone who had a cousin that had whatever affliction you're going to have, and it's fucking heartbreaking. <laughs> but God, I can't. I, could, I couldn't go three minutes with it. Uh, 
But it, there's no you're you're fairly certain it's going to be like a cold or a flu. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I think that you should give your symptoms on the air, and we should take calls to see who can diagnose you. Let's go on. Let's go oh, on. Oh, it's just telling me I'm, I'm, yeah. I have cancer. I'm dying of something. Well, why? Why is it going to be? Ed. It's cool. Look, I, it's guys. cool. I've had family members who have cancer, so it's fine. And die. I'm sorry that Ed makes through. light of of such a serious illness as cancer. It's 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 inappropriate. It's. I would say right. others were going to make that joke. You're not making it. I'm not. I'm saying others would make that joke. Is that other person Ben? Yeah. Oh well, then I'm. Apo- I'm sorry that Ben would consider making a joke that Ed thought about about Ed's own cancer. I, I'm lost. Even I'm lost at this point. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, you feel better. I, dude, I'm so I'm sick of this man. It's been a while. It's it's been some time. I wake up feeling like dog shit. Pray have for- you ever Have you ever thought that Denise is poisoning you? Oh, like in fucking uh, six cents. Yeah, like, like uh, a little bit at a time. Like you know what I mean? Fucked up. I do make the joke when people, are, oh, how's married life? Which is everything you get every time mm-hmm. you see somebody, and they go, well, she hasn't killed me yet. And damn, man, maybe next maybe person, that's something. Next person to ask you that, and they're just like, hey, Ed, how's married life treating? You're like, ah, I started hitting her. It's crazy. <laughs> Why did you not expect that answer? What did you expect me to say? That everything's fine? Like hunky dory. Why peachy. do people ask questions they already know the answer to, or they know how you're going to respond to it? Don't fucking ask me how I'm doing. You know I'm going to say fine. You know, how are you doing, Chris? I'm good. Why am I good? Because if I say anything else, you're going to be like, holy shit, this went on way longer than I thought it would. What and was no, I thinking? And no one wants to hear it. Like, when, when my actually w- cares. That's when why my I wife ask was, anyone. Yeah, I, when my I, wife was sick and I people asked me that, I'm like, really? Do you really want to know the answer? Like, and nobody cares because it's an awkward conversation. At least once you should roll with I started hitting her. <laughs> I'm going to do that next time. Yeah. You're like, I, I don't know. I'm, or you know what? No, I'm going to turn it around. I'm like, she hits me. Boom. What are you going to do? You gotta you, do you, something. You, you gotta say it in kind of like she. she no, I'd be like, I'd be like, look you guys here. Are making light of spousal abuse. How dare you? I'm gonna look. I'm like, look, she hits me. I need your help. Please call. Please somebody. She's gonna be back soon. Oh, <laughs> hey, hi, baby. Oh no, we're just talking about you know soccer, sports, guys, right? What's great is the way the way she looks at you. Like it's gonna be a little believable. Exactly. It's gonna be a little believable. That is the best thing. Is that it is believable. Uh, I, she's, I, she's, she's definitely listening to this. Episode. Are you asking for help right now? No, I don't know what you're talking about. As I slide you a piece of paper, that says, please help me. Keep blinking in Morse code. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how's, how's your 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 outside of being sick? Your weeks going? Okay? I know you're you're in school as well, and um, I imagine that. Wait, wait, is he still in school? Challenge. Are you are you still? Wait, in wait, school? talk. Wait, wait. Before he answers, is he still in school? Hundred percent, yes. I believe in my friend. I, I, I'm gonna say fifty percent. I yes. believe. No, no, no. I believe fifty percent in my friend. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's kind I, of a binary thing. You're either in it or you're not. I, but. I think. I believe in Ed. I believe in my. Fr- I believe in his drive and his focus. Ed, how is school going? I currently have a hundred and thirty-five percent in my astronomy class. Suck his, his goddamn dick. God well, it's my only class I got so far. So. The man knows the stars. We'll wait, we'll wait till uh, in like two weeks when I have two more classes. Yeah, especially when you when you start taking the math class and realize, you know, Madam, I'm good at math actually. <laughs> Madam Serrano uh, posted a, a, a Morse code in the live chat. <laughs> Uh, that's good. the the title of this episode is just gonna be Morse, Morse code. code. Help just, me. Dot, it'll just be it'll just be actually the dots Morse and code. dashes. Yeah. Pray for pray for Ed too in Morse code. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That would be amazing. Um, yeah, everything's going good. School's good. Uh, we'll see in like two weeks when I start the other two classes, and, and we'll see how that goes. So you're gonna have how many units do you have all together? Uh, nine. Okay. Okay. Good. That's that's a good first semester back. It's a real solid first semester back. And this one that I'm taking now is the only one that actually is in class. The other one are just gonna be online. Mm. Online's online classes are they're they're difficult, they're time consuming, but just the flexibility to kind of pick it up when you want. Well that's the thing about this astronomy class is that it's like uh all the work is done online. 
Hmm. So we go in class, and then everything is online. Like reading yeah. quizzes, all yeah. extra credit stuff, it's all done online. That's how my class is. It's I have to go into class to go submit shit online. I'm like, and I couldn't find this class online. I had to actually take it in a classroom. That's ooh. What class are you taking? It's a thesis writing class. Oh shit, Doctor Ben. So. DDS. Uh, that's if you walked if you walked into to forgetting your medical procedure and fucking Ben took off a mask and was looking at you like snapping a glove. Number one, immediately you'd be like, "Why are you already wearing a mask? And like, <laughs> what are you coming from?" But then it's Ben. That's. Dr. Nick, that's like man. saw level of horrific. Okay yeah, that's that's what you think you're gonna like. He's gonna put a trap around your neck. He's he's gonna be the doctor that accidentally swaps your feet and your legs, and just like see if it works or, or it leaves, works. leaves his car keys in your liver. Okay, like, hey, if I can just, I just got to get inside to get my spare key. So if I can just press on, <laughs> and he's like, all right, okay, we're good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Fuck you, Brian. Suck a dick, bitch. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right, Ben, do you want to play that Lars Jingle Man? Yeah, I'm not sure how that was going to be, so just a warning. Lars News! This is Lars News! It's not real news! This is just Lars News! About stuff and things we want to talk about! Lars News! This is Lars News! All right, so there's not much going on. Um... I did want to talk about the uh, the tailgate that happened on the weekend. Very successful. Uh, lot it, it drew a big crowd, for especially for a Sunday game. It was uh, pretty amazing. Uh, unfortunately, though, when we got there around like five o'clock, which for a seven thirty game, you're like, okay, a couple hours early. Apparently, they were out of pupusas for like hours. Wow, well, pupusas go quick, man. And so my Central wife was, my wife what do you think? was pissed. Andrew she got, was so mad at me. Andrew got there earlier than you. Wow. Come on, man. Fat joke. That yeah, was. It's totally terrible. Joke. 2019, Ben. How dare you? Talk, Not I cool, think man. You, you should probably apologize for me, Tuck. I'm, I'm, I'm done apologizing for you. You're on your own. This is all this is all your shit now. He was talking about how, like, oh, yeah, Bill Maher's a god, and, like, everything he says is, like, true. Ben said that? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh, you hear the whole controversy about the fat shaming stuff? No. He's I don't like, pay we should... any attention to Bill Maher. Oh, he's, he's so pompous. Um, he's like, yeah, we should bring fat shaming back because people are fat. He's like, well, yeah. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's not wrong. I mean, but this this is what I understand. And this, is, this isn't large news. It's just real news. <laughs> just stop talking. Stop listening to the people you don't want to hear. And vaping's killing people? Just say, just Six e-cigarettes. Six people. Just e-cigarettes. Everybody, everyone freak it. I've been getting so many messages of like, nah, it's marijuana. I'm like, it's not marijuana. It's e-cigarettes. Relax. Everyone relax. Six people have died. Let's ban it now. About actual tobacco. And don't worry about the AKs that are killing what about, what, about what, what about actual tobacco? What, what about regular cigarettes that kill, like, I'm assuming hundreds of thousands, but probably- Or alcohol millions. poisoning, or when people are dying from- uh, diabetes or from like I don't know what all this stuff that people are dying for. Ban you know what? Ban everything. Four hundred eighty thousand uh, cigarette related deaths every year. Everybody, just go do home. Do, do not leave your house. No, do whatever you want. Ban everything. You know what? Ban breathing. Everyone just die. I don't. You know. Let's wait till the season's over. Let's, let's, we might, fi- we might let's figure out. Yeah, let's figure out where this this season goes. And Actually, we'll- you know, after the last game, maybe it's a good time just to call it quits. Everybody does just die. I think we should be called champions after that 7-2. I'm just going to say that. We're, we're skipping. 
There's no large news, so there yeah. you go. We ran out of pupusas. So. <laughs> well, okay, I want to talk about the tailgate a little bit. <laughs> it was Andrew's fault, though. But it was cool, man. Like they had like bands and everything. It was it was really it was really dope. And I'm like, want to give congrats uh, to Stephen and uh, the AFJ people over there, man. I know there was a lot of money um, that was raised, and then they had like uh, raffles and stuff like that too. So it was it was really good. Hopefully they do that every year because I think it was a big success. And you see, like Galaxy fans is, you know, there's more than just trying to pander to. <laughs> you know Mexican fans and, and the Dos Santos and stuff like that you have all these people from Central America Dude, everybody likes pupusas is what well, you're yeah. saying but I mean you have this wide scope of people who have really never been represented by the galaxy sure Belize represent they were there yeah um, so I'm like it was it was great I hope they do that every year it was it was actually really fun and it, it brought a ton of people out and you you know my my um, my usual feelings on any level of targeted ethnic pandering that the galaxy does i usually as a wholesale i'm just not i'd rather stay away from it full stop um i don't know why there has to be because we just we've left so many different groups out and we target very specific ones i like the idea of doing hey here's a large fucking swath like we're going to cover multiple countries at once we're not doing specifically this nation or specifically this nation just we're going to do an area Hey, when are they doing uh, African Heritage Night, though? Literally never. Absolutely, it's never going to happen. I think they did it in the preseason. Did yeah, they oh, really? Sh- shit, that don't matter. Yeah. Do it in the off season. Yeah, I think they, yeah, actually, no way. The they level. did it last year. They did it in the off season. Yeah, get the same level of attention. Yeah. Do it in the off season. No, I'm just fucking with you. They didn't do it in the preseason. They're gonna do it like I like how you like believe me though. I mean, it's well, you're on a show that you're supposed to talk about what the galaxy you know what? does. Why would he make the Tucker, assumption that you're gonna disclaimer? say something that's remotely accurate? At least exactly like semi-factual. You you just if you come here for facts again, again, say again it? to say no, 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 to every LAFC fan, that's what you lost your mind over. You lost your mind over a guy who's like, I do this once a week, and in that moment, haha, just kidding, to the co-host. That have to talk about the thing that I'm talking about. That's what you guys lost your mind about. Just for the level of importance that you put it up to. There you go. If you come here for facts, fuck you. It's not even, that's not even. Yeah. That's, that's not even you being wrong. That is you purposefully saying nonsense. Yeah. So that, but then we waste time talking about it. Like I, right now. It's <laughs> he. So Ed. So anyways. So African American heritage is scheduled for <laughs> February. If they start, yeah, they gotta start the season earlier. They, 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 they do it with the physicals. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna sit here quietly while you guys. I'm, I'm, <laughs> they, they do it. They do it when they do the physicals when the guys show up. I could be doing homework. Yeah, I could be doing. I'm, I'm just saying. I literally could be doing homework. <laughs> All right. Yeah. There's not. There's not much large news going outside on outside of now. the pupusas. Um. But I, again, great job by all supporters and AFJ for putting this together. It was a, a great success. Uh, I mean, you you guys been in games on Sunday nights, like it's it's usually pretty it's pretty yeah. But it was game, Stephen was fantastic last week too. It was it was great, and the yeah. and the the crowds were bonkers. Like it was amazing. It's like, great. Supporters were were great. HP was loud. Yeah, it was a great Bars atmosphere. Loud. Oh, it was a great atmosphere. And again, I think that was part of like the night bringing bringing mm-hmm. multiple cultures out that like you know didn't really get to see like the representation you know of like you know not being grouped as like here's. Hispanic Heritage Night, and just like, we're just going to fucking lump everyone together. Yeah. Just bring, have an excuse to bring a bunch of people out. It's cool. On a Sunday night game against Kansas City. Yeah. You know, it's it's a great way to sell some tickets and to be smart. But yes, uh, and then, so this weekend, there's obviously going to be a game at home again. Um, come out, celebrate, tailgates, they're always fun. Yeah. Come meet people, man. Do we have anything going on for the tailgate? 
That's what I know of. Regular tailgate. Yeah. Blackout is this weekend. Lars Blackout. So it's a it's a day to if you have a, a black Lars t shirt. Yeah. It's a good it's a good day for or a squadcast t shirt or a squadcast t shirt. Um, if you have a I've got that black Galaxy training uh, jersey from like I want to say like ninety nine. Um, well, the one that you like swapped. The you and I swapped. Yeah. yeah, one one of two jerseys that you and I swapped back when we could swap jerseys. Um, so whatever you have, if you got the black goalkeeper jersey, that one works as well. Lars typically doesn't get in the business of telling people what to wear and when to wear it, but this is one of the few events of the year. Uh, the next one, I believe, is would or not the next one necessarily, but another one in the calendar uh, is the kind of Lars formal night. This is one of a few, so it would be a great one for you to turn out if you if you're into the yeah. These become these wear. become like the staples of of tailgates every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's usually a, a sponsor of, of some sort of alcohol. I know the last couple of years has been uh, Jim Beam like whiskey. That's Tillamore Dew. Tillamore Dew. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, you get with you know check out the Lars uh, social media. Always be posting stuff like that and. Come out to the camp, Tuggies. They're always fun, man. It's it's blackouts right on in the name. Exactly. So if you want to if you want to have a, a, a good time, you want to you if you're ever gonna get blacked out at a uh, at a large tailgate at responsibly a responsibly because we are blackout responsibly sure as shit not responsible for what you do. Um, this would be the opportunity. It's a Saturday game, seven thirty. It's gonna be late on Saturday night. Don't worry about going to the club. Go to Lars. Go to Gal. Go to the stadium. Have a good old time. It's a perfect opportunity for it. And then you have all day Sunday to just recover. Yeah, and you just lay out, watch yeah. watch Rams, just chill out, be good. Exactly. All right, let's go. Let's move on. Hey, any word on the 138? Because we got two games to get you punched in the nuts. It's not happening, guys. How close are we? I don't like that negativity. You can be positive. Look, I, I appreciate all the people who have signed up. It's probably been the best year for a 138C, like, as in uh, sign-ups go. So I mean, so, I would so say what you're saying successful. is that you don't think there's any way it could happen. I don't think we're going to have 50 people sign up in the next two weeks. So if you're out there listening, we have like 50 something people listening, more than 50 people listening live to us. Everybody go to. He's <laughs> like literally everyone listening right now. Go sign up and get Ed go sign up, nuts. <laughs> and we get Ed punched in the nuts. That's actually pretty good. That's you get you get nice. the right to to vote for Lars Player of the Year. Most people, or most players. Most players. Most players. Ethan Zubak's been taken off the list. <laughs> Which would have been mine. What are your feelings on that? Do you have, do you have any... You about the about whole... It? Well, I don't know the full... Because there's the things... That, I think that's been the problem, is no one knows the story. Do you want to tell... Discuss what was... So, what's what What happened was the... the uh, 138 like, uh, the player of the year voting was, was sent out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, names, you click on a bubble, hit submit, and that was your vote. Uh, but one Zlatan was not able to be. It's kind of grayed out. Yeah. Um, Presumably, there's a reason. Yes. I don't know the reason. I, I don't know. So I, there's no way I can give you a reason why that happened or not. But I can it, tell you that it wasn't a Lars decision. That's what I've heard. I heard it was. It wasn't a, a Lars hierarchy decision. Yeah. But what's strange is I also reached out to someone who works in the galaxy, and they said it definitely wasn't their decision. I'm more inclined to believe the Lars chairs, yeah. understandably. Um, I could see how, for example, I could see how, I, I can see a situation where it's not Lars leadership's choice and it's not Galaxy leadership's choice, but somehow he has still been removed from contention. I can see I can see a third option that's possible. And here's the thing is, say Zatan was on it and he was made player of the year, 
there's a hundred percent chance he or a hundred percent certainty he was he would not accept that trophy. He's still very much upset that we were he was told no, and it was in a situation where the galaxy assuming up. assuming that that's that's the reasoning. Yeah, but this is a situation protect, that was just was, protect you was created by the front office, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate that you know a uh, section. He he's completely disregarded a whole group of fans, which yeah. sucks. It's your, look to that point. If if that's still a remaining issue, right? Um, let's say hypothetically that Servando Carrasco is entirely ignoring Lars. Who would even know or care? You know what I mean? Like you're a player. You might be a very good player. You might score a lot of goals, and all due respect to the work you put in, but. At the end of the day, you're a singular player, and your time is here, and then your time will leave, and, and we'll all kind of move on and move forward. So, um, I, in all honesty, even if he wasn't grayed out, I don't think he would have won, so it's okay. Um, I think it's it, it's pretty clear who probably should win this year, uh, at least in, in my – and I get a vote, so I'm I'm not stumping for anybody. I'm just saying who Did I would vote for. <laughs> who I would vote for, Daniel Starris all the way. Um, no, it, look, it should be Jonathan. If it's going to be someone, it, it probably should be Jonathan. Um, I Diego Polenta is my number two, um, and I haven't really considered a number three yet. If I'm Emma Boateng, that would be funny as fuck. That would be hilarious. Um, I yeah, I haven't really considered a number three, but I mean, I, I guess my number three would be Zlatan. But I I would probably go number one uh, Jonathan and number two Diego. Zlatan's he scores a lot and is great. He's kind of a dick, and he's he's kind of a, a He's kind of a dick who shits on the league, which which bothers me. Um, but yeah, so that was that was all to say. Um, so again, we don't know the full story behind that. I don't think we'll. And uh, until we do, it's it's probably not right to speculate or anything. Send yeah. blame at, at any person. But all I know is that Lars has told me Lars leadership said it wasn't us. Galaxy leadership said it wasn't us. I only see one more option. Um, but you know, maybe you all understand something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. On to more positive things. Let's talk about mm. Sunday's game. We are, we briefly mentioned it. We should go back to our old format of the ups and downs. Let's do it. We haven't done it in quite some time. Let's do it. You know what? Since you're returning, what is one of your ups, Chris? Um, I will take. I was going to take. I was going to let you guys go first, just because I had one that I, I was fairly certain you guys would pass over. But before you start, um, our good friend RJ just uh, said in the chat. That he's going to be a dad, so congrats, Holy RJ. Holy fucking That's shit. That's amazing, dude. Congratulations to you and your missus. Um, hopefully, hope for a very healthy and happy baby in the next couple months. Yes. Nine months. I'm congratulations, sorry. sir. It's, it, it's 10 months, really. It's it's weird. Um, congratulations, RJ. It is... Um, I don't really know how to how to boil it down into, into a singular sentence, but it is a nightmare every single day. And it's the single greatest thing that'll ever happen to you. Isn't it like fucked up how ten years ago we were all just like stumbling drunks, like kind of doing nothing, and now we're like married, getting kids. Yes. It's so weird. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, it is. It is a different world. This time, this time ten years ago, we were gearing up to go to Seattle for MLS Cup. Holy shit, that's right. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about that, though. November 22nd, 2009. Yeah, we don't talk about that. The worst day in the history of the universe. The worst. Um, yeah, but now we're fucking dads. But all it's to say, congrats, RJ. It's um, it's it's a beautiful journey that you're going on. It's gonna, it's it's going to test you, but you are more than man enough to meet the challenge. 
Yes, congratulations, RJ. We, we uh, much love to you and your misses, man. All right, so back to the game. Back to your ups. Um, yeah, my my up that I was going to take uh, was actually Dave Romney. Outstanding game, uh, given the the limited opportunities he had. I believe it was only his sixth or seventh start of the year. I want to say sixth. Um, assist twenty. 20- I mean, a month ago he we were like, the dude doesn't see see the pitch. I mean, come on. Well, what you got to do in these instances instances is take your chances. You got to take your opportunities when they do come up because they're not always going to come up. Uh, Polenta has been outstanding at left back when he's when he's in there. Stjelvik's been a horror show. I think we can say safely now we're done with Jorgen Stjelvik. Romney's done more than enough in this game to kind of earn starting and, and playing regularly if the opportunity comes up. And uh, and, and Jorgen's just been terrible. Uh, Polenta can move back when whenever uh, people gets back. But Romney is an option. 25 of 26 passes completed. Um, he got an assist. Zero fouls, which was incredible. Um, what did he? He won three, ta- three of three tackles, one hundred percent in his tackles. Like absolutely great game. Uh, another assist playing on the left. Hopefully that officially concludes everyone's argument about playing him at center back. He's he's not good there. Like we, he might see himself as a center back. Other podcasts might see him as a center back. Previous coaching administrations might see him as a center back. Every every single good game he has, he plays at left back. It doesn't mean every time he plays at left back, he's going to have a good game. Even even previous coaches were like, "Yeah, you're going to play. We're going to play in the left." Yeah, there's if you're going to play Dave Romney, play him at left back. Um, he makes cutting Shelvik or forcing Polenta inside drastically easier if he continues to play like that. Let's not all get carried away on one game. But I I saw a couple people saying like, "Oh, you know, if if Lejet continues on like he's continuing on, that's a great asset to have." Or Romney, it's it's much easier to find a replacement for Legette than it would be to find an outside back who's domestic that makes as little as Dave Romney does. If he can carry on in the way he carried on in that game, it's an amazing asset going into the playoffs and uh, a great way to round out the end of the year. Worst comes to, it's a tradable asset at the end of the year. Better he plays, uh, the greater value we're going to get out of him. 10 out of 10. And it's just like anyone but Jorgen. I'm, I'm, this, is, this, is, this is my issue. I'm willing to play Romney and have him make mistakes to never see Shelvick again. Like I'm, I'm done with it. Every time I see, what's the point? Whatever play, whatever game he plays in is a game you could have played Triori or Romney, where it's like, all right, well, if, if they're going to be a fuck up and they're going to cost you something, at least there's a chance Triori's going to learn from it. There's a chance Romney's going to learn from it. There's a there's a, a chance you can kind of suss out Romney and, and teach him a little bit. Yeah, there, Schell- there's, there's more likely that, that Romney's going to bounce back from whatever mistake he has. We know everything we're ever going to know about Jorgen Schelbeck. He is a, we'll say experienced, but he's an older player. Um, the roster freeze is done, so we can't move him out to Hammerby, so I don't really give a shit anymore. He's out of contract at the end of the year. Everyone knows he's not coming back, and he's not good. And even if he's going to be bad, he'll be as bad as Dave Romney's going to be. But Dave Romney has the ability to have a 25 out of 26 game, for passing, three out of three for tackles, zero fouls and an assist. That's something that's possible in the world of Dave Romney. That's not really possible in the world of Jorgen Stjelvik. I know he got a goal, what, a week or so ago, which is an absolute apparition, but for all, as often as he's played versus as often as Romney has played, I'd rather roll the dice with Romney. So that, that's 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 my up. No, I, I absolutely agree. I mean, and I think uh, there's very few who disagree with never wanting to see Jorgen again play. And that's fine. Hopefully. Ho- hopefully. I mean, I-, I think the general consensus is the sooner he's gone, the better. But Romney. Romney's my huge up. Huge, huge up. Um, I would say 
uh, you got to give a huge up for 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 legit man. Yeah. Played probably his best game this year. Two goals, his first ever multi-goal game for for the Galaxy. Oh, I didn't know that. Definitely his most complete game. Yeah. Definitely his most complete game. I mean, it's such a such a 180 from, you know, 2 months ago where I'm like, dude, just trade this guy. Like he's been he's been terrible. He's been nothing but injury come back, two games, injured again. Never he's never gotten uh really off the foot since uh last year when he had that really that big injury. That really bad injury. He had five shots in that game. I think I can't I couldn't tell you the last time he came second in shots for a match. But he just he was he everyone was kind of on. And he really took that to heart and kind of played through it and played with it, you know what I mean? Like he he seemed to thrive off of everyone else gelling and playing well. And instead of being someone who, you know, can pop up and kind of slow things down, it was everyone else was good, stepped right in, kept on rolling. And I think it's it's you've seen uh, over the, over like the last month, month and a half, where he's been paired with uh, DeSantos in the middle, and it's just it's been a pairing that looks just delicious. I mean, it looks so good. Yeah, and there's no surprise, you know, you play, you remove Jonathan needing to play next to Kitchen, and he plays better. You let Legette play regularly in the middle, which is what we wanted Bruce to do with him. Yeah, and and and. You know that wasn't something that happened. We would. We well, he, would I mean, he wide. came from the West Ham, like you said, but like, as playing as a center attack in mid. But it's it, you know Bruce and MLS is like square hey, peg you're, and you're kind of fast. We're gonna put you on the put the, you on the wing. We'll yeah. play you at attacking mid. He thrives at center midfield, and he's he and he's thriving next to a, um, a very extremely highly talented, high quality center midfielder with him, and he, I mean, playing out wide in a four three three and, and getting two goals. Five shots. I mean, it's a great. Game. I think 88 percent pass accuracy. So still doing. I mean, on the on the upper echelon side, everyone was was connecting passes pretty well. But yeah, great game. Great game for him. And you got you got to love that. You know, um, just the passion that that he shows. I mean, he, he obviously loves his team. And he seems happy. Yeah, really, really happy to be here. So I mean, Ben, do you have an up or down? Uh, you know, I was going to say Legit, but um, I think Felter played in a, a really amazing game, Man, especially off, for Felter. Cut off your own mic, dude. No, so go, go, no, go no Felter, he, play, he played well. But you know what, also... Um, I think that might have to do with, like, Diego just yelling at him the entire game. The, the entire game. The entire game. So, so really, the, the one I really want to say is GBS, though. The way at halftime, he didn't change it. They came, they came out and they played the same way, and it paid off in the second half. They were, well, they were kind of lucky not to be down at the halftime, but, you know... Yeah, we were very lucky that Kansas City uh, is not good at scoring at, goals. They're not good at anything, really. Because that's, that's the worst Kansas. Tell me, in your guys' memory, can you remember seeing a Kansas City team that was worse than that? Yeah, when they were still called the Wizards. Yeah, they were. Yeah, they used to play in a baseball stadium. That's, yeah, but that that like, it, even, it has been that, that long. Not even a baseball really. stadium, like a triple A, double A baseball stadium. Yeah, I mean, since Vermees took over, you have never seen a Kansas City team look that bad. Well, they're they're also in. Because one of the things I, I I picked up on watching the game, um, both their starting lineup, which which has definitely had some rotation out, but the starting lineup and their bench, it's a lot of guys from when they were really really good that they just haven't quite cycled out yet. Be, uh, how do you pronounce the guy's name? Matt Beasler. Beasler, yeah. Beasler still starting and captain. Like, well, I mean, that guy was still in the like the U.S. like in like a, a year ago. I mean. Yeah, but I mean, so so is Jossie. Like that is that's no longer an indicator of how good you are. That there's a lot of guys on the U.S. men's national team that have hung out 
fucking Demarcus Beasley got a call up within the last 12 months. Like, there's a lot of guys kind of hanging out on the national team for a while. You would just expect at some point they're going to move on. Graham Zuzzi got moved to right back two years ago. He's still playing right back for them. You haven't found a better right back option than Graham Zuzzi in all this time? No, he's been playing right back for like a couple years. Like he's, been, five, he's been there like four or five years. For, that's what I'm saying. But like in, in the time that you converted him back to play right back, you haven't been able to find anyone else that you're willing to pay that is specialized at playing right back, that you can put in that spot. Like you're you're still holding on to these people from your, your glory age and your glory years. I think I think that's the problem with their their team, you know, motto is like, you know, the team is the start. Like RSL, the Kansas City's where they're not going to buy big name players. They're going to keep it small, like, you know, and, and they're not going to overpay for players. So when they have guys like that who are going to be, you know, your team guys, they're really not going to let them go. So you see, you have your Matt Beasler's, your Graham Zuzies. I mean, they brought back Benny Philhaber. But that's what's for like, why? But that's what's ho- because they they're holding on to these these glory years. Like that's you see Benny Philhaber not not. He's not exactly lighting the world on fire, playing in LAFC. And so you look at that and you go, oh, I got to get me some of that. Got to have me some of that. We we need you back in. Do you? I mean, do you? Do you really? There's no other. There's no younger option. There's no kid in your academy that he's not holding up. There's no right back in Kansas City's academy that playing Graham Zuzzi is not holding back a little bit. Where you could be feeding that that kid some minutes, but you're going to play the same old right winger who was really good for you seven years ago, eight years ago. Like at what point do you just start? The one thing I'll give the Galaxy of of this current administration is like, we will cycle you out when it's time. When it's time for us to move on, we will move on from you. And 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 look, sometimes as fans, we don't necessarily care for it. AJ obviously is it was a big heartbreak for me. I wasn't wasn't glad when Sean left. You know, wasn't glad when 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 Todd retired or when we moved on from from Omar. But at some point, we are willing to kind of cap out and go, cool. It's you know, it's time. Am I the only one who forgot that Omar's on Toronto now? Uh, I do forget for large swaths. I remembered a couple days ago. And I was like, "Oh shit, that's right!" Like yeah, I, was, I was listening anything. to like the MLS uh, podcast or whatever, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Omar Gonzalez." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's right. He's a Toronto now." But no, I get you. Like, and I, and Madam Serrano in the, in the in the live chat points out, Akopara, mm-hmm. arguably one of the best center backs in the league. They didn't want to pay him, so and that dude was one. making nothing, like nothing, and they didn't want to give him a raise, so they shipped him off to Minnesota. Yeah. Look at look where Minnesota's at, and look where, where Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota's at. doing okay. Yeah. So it's just it's weird it's weird selections and it, it kind of it kind of you know makes you worry about Vermees because he's got so much authority at that team that was part of his contract restructuring to get kind of more general managers authority he's like the and GM and he's, head coach, he's the yeah. Bruce Arena there so yeah, yeah. mistakes roster mistakes are on him everything's on him um, to Ben's point I I agree with all the the plaudits to GBS it appear I, I was having a discussion with someone on um on Twitter this week. And what I what I took out of that game overall, and and now that we're presumably past the the ups and downs, um, what I took out of that game literally just one each, and we're like, yeah, we're just I can give you, I can give you a down if you like. Um, we can even now. We're just, we're just, just it's a discussion. We're, we're talking. Just have, yeah, we'll just keep it's it fluid and have fun. Um, but to to the point about GBS, it appeared that we learned a lesson, and we'll see going forward. We'll see how the the remaining four games kind of work out. But it appears like we learned a lesson from the LAFC game. Going up, you know, what is it, 3-1? And then pulling back a little bit, starting to, to reserve a little bit, trying to try to hold the ball, hold possession, 
slow everything down and try just to, maintain a 3-1. We don't have the defense to play Bruce Bowl. We don't have the, flat out. It's something we would all love to do, but we don't have the players. We don't have the the equipment to do that. So we're just going to blitz you and we're just going to keep coming. And we're going to at 3, we kept we kept trying to score. At 4, we kept it's not like it's not like like Kansas City and they, they, you know, a lot of guys were having a bad game. Uh, what's the kid? I can't remember his first name. Uh, Smith, the the center back for Kansas City, I think it's number five or something like that. He had, and as as our our English friends would say, he had an absolute mare of a game. You like that, Ed? I'm, I'm getting all transcontinental. Graham Smith. Graham Smith, thank you, sir. Uh, he had an, a horrible game, but it wasn't as if Kansas City kept gifting us these goals. We just kept coming at them. It was if if the game went for five more minutes, we would have scored two more goals. Like we, there was there wasn't an enough. There wasn't a okay. Well, we score five and then we shut the bitch down. We score six and then we shut it down. If it, if eight is what we would have ended the game with, we would have kept going until we hit eight. Yeah, when we got to five, I was like, "What is going on? What is happening right now?" And then the sixth came. I'm like, "Holy shit! Holy shit!" And then the seventh came. And you're like, "How? Where? And, Where is the steam coming from?" And all the time that I've really like been an adult and paid attention to the Galaxy, I've never seen them put more than like five up against a team. I think it's our second, I think it's our second highest margin of victory or something like that. I think I think we had one game in, oh, I looked this up just the other day and I, I school's destroying my mind. Um, well, I think they, 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 they pointed out that um, this is the first time we've scored seven goals since like 1998. Okay. Well, well, the Dallas game. We have a Dallas game. I think we we won. It was like eight, eight to three. Eight one. I think it was eight one. Eight one. Yeah. And then there was like a Colorado game that was like seven four or something like that. But anyways, like this, this. I mean, just. I love Ben. This year. <laughs> no, I, I, I know that's. He's true. just nodded over here. I, it's yeah. literally. It's. I, I know you guys can't see, and I know. I, look, we get shit for giving Ben a hard time. We're having a discussion, and I realize, like, I'm trying to Google these things to fact check, and Ben is looking at his phone and chuckling into a microphone, and like, and and that's. No, I was not in my head. Yeah, he's right because I was. I mean, just just think about it, just think about it this year where we couldn't even put, we couldn't even get a game of of three goals. Yeah, I mean, this is the first time we scored more than three goals all, all year. Yeah, and which is weird. I was I thought about it earlier in the week. I was like, I. We didn't get a single like because we usually have that that statement game that four goal game. Everyone's talking game, about the, the blowout game. Usually it, there's one. There's usually one, and I it, genuinely earlier this week I was like, we haven't had the blowout game this year. I wouldn't have guessed it would have been against Kansas City, like a team fighting for a playoffs. But that one, it's really was going to come down to one of the two of you us. Thought it'd be Colorado, right? And you, you, there's a couple teams you would have thought it would have been, but um, a Cincinnati where we only won like what two one or something. Like yeah, that. but it's I, and I do think it's early, and I think we need to. Pump the brakes. Yeah, we need feel good, enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with enjoying. It. I saw one person on Twitter who was like, "Oh, I'm, I'm reserving celebrating," and I'm like, "Well, you don't get a whole lot of well, these. that stuff. Yeah, you don't get a whole lot of these. So celebrate it when you get it. Have a good time. Don't let it taint the put overall it, view. Put it into into perspective. Yes, but where, enjoy it. And let's be let's be let's be real. And Ben mentioned this. Had it been a team with better strikers. I mean that game could have been easily uh, a New York five four game. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, well, we get, we gave them more than enough opportunities. Absolutely. Um, but we took we took our chances, and given all the results that were going on around the league, where basically every result we needed we got, we had to take advantage, and we did, and we 
kept taking advantage. And it's it's so funny. So I I actually met um, Eric Vieira. He's on he's on the Galaxy uh, Corner of the Galaxy podcast. Eric the Hammer. You've seen him on 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 Twitter. Portuguese Hammer. Portuguese Hammer. Uh, we met. He was in the Lars Selgate before the game, and we were talking about it's like, yeah, we've not had a history of of everything going our way, and then us capitalizing on that. Mm-hmm. Like we've always been like, hey, all the results went our way. Draw. We're gonna fuck it up again. Yeah, and we just fuck it up again. A draw, just enough, just enough to to. It's not the end of the world. It's just not what you should have done. Yeah. And you were right. Uh, uh, we beat the Dallas Burn eight to one on June fourth, nineteen ninety eight. That was uh, our biggest win margin, seven goals. Fucking big. Big, big dick win margin. And this one came in on, uh, oh, no, it's not up there. So there you go. A different score. Um, I just, the, the the thing that came out of this game for me was just you saw confidence back in this team. And you saw you saw them having fun. Joy. And joy. Pavone just breaking everyone's ankles. You have um, Polenta. Like just Palenza's getting guarded, he's getting double teamed. Palenza's getting double teamed, and he's he's getting by them with like trickery. Like this seems just seems like they're having fun again. You do what you got, and they're enjoying man. it. They they definitely appear to be having a good time, and and that's as important as the goals are. That's what you need going into this 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 stretch. The stretch, yeah, where you stretch playing, run. You're playing four games in two weeks. You can't have and and you can't have people miserable. You can't have heads down. You can't have shoulder. Kansas City's done. The that Kansas was City that, looks. Dumb. They had. They had. That was their. You know, make or break. That was, and and that was their moment where they're going to say, you know, look, as a coach, you want to go into the locker room and say, look, these things happen. We're exhausted. We're tired. Forget about it. Move on from it. We got four games to make it to the playoffs. Every single game's an MLS Cup final. GBS is saying the exact same thing. Enjoy, enjoy your night. Have a good time. Celebrate. Party. Tomorrow, this game is done. We got to get back to work. That's the mentality both sides really are going to have. But I would just rather be on the side that took three points out of it. Yeah. I'd rather be on the side that kind of got back into a playoff spot out of it. If you're if you're choosing. No, I think you I think you definitely and look, there's been far and few positives that we can take out of this season. So you have to enjoy it. You have to just enjoy it and just take it as what it is is an ass open that we gave out to Kansas City. Like you say, it's done, it's dusted, move on. Get back to work. We got Montreal on the weekend. Not a great, I mean, not a great team at all. They just lost to Cincinnati. Like this is your opportunity to, to pounce on another team that's doing very poorly. And it's what you and and look. If, say you do, and let's be let's be let's be reasonable. It ain't gonna be seven goals. It ain't gonna be six goals. It's based on the way the season's gone. If we're lucky, it's gonna be three goals. You know. But say you put four on Montreal, say you put five on Montreal. Well, now you got now you got some some good energy going. Now you got a run going. Now you got that feeling of oh well, we can fucking do something. You know, we're not going to win the supporter shield. That's done and dusted. Move on from it. Maybe we can finish second. Maybe we can finish third. Maybe we can start putting together a run. And it's the same thing. We you know, I've been saying the last few weeks. We've as as a whole have been saying the last few weeks. Give Pavone time. Give Christian time. He's going to get better. Give Fabio time. Give Uriel time. Give, give these pieces time to gel regularly. The one thing I'll give GBS, all things being equal, everyone healthy, 
he's going to play the same lineup. Everyone, know, But everyone knows their responsibility. Everyone knows what's being asked of them. Christian knows he's a starter. Uriel knows he's a starter. Zlatan obviously knows he's a starter. Jonathan, legit, obviously knows he's a starter. Corona, Kitchen know that they're on the bubble. So depending on what they're doing in their training sessions, that's going to push you ahead towards a, a better chance of coming in, depending on the situation, or being ready to step in if somebody goes down hurt, like we had this week. Well, I mean, that's what that's what you know Corona needs to do. He's he's taking his opportunity while Fabio's down. Yeah, and and that's what you that's that's the name of the game. Kitchen, I I have to believe Kitchen knows. I need one. Obviously, I need to stay healthy. But two, if we're in a situation where we need to defend a lead late, I better be fucking ready because I'm going to get a chance. And it at this stage, it might be my last shot of the season. So I, I better be ready because it's not all going to be seven goal wins. Some of them, if we're going to do it, if we're going to if we're going to make a, a serious, legitimate run towards the playoffs and and you know knock on wood towards an MLS Cup or a deep run in the playoffs, at any point, a deep run in the playoffs is just about kind of regaining respect. I need to be ready to take my opportunities when they come up. And that's, for me, that's what it looks like when you have set lineups, set rosters, everyone knowing what they're supposed to do and what their roles are. All right, let's get to uh, Big Tony's email. Thank you, Big Tony. I know uh, he sent us sent out another email when we tried to record last Thursday, which didn't happen, but uh, we really, really appreciate you sending out. Actually, we're going to have uh, Mr. Chris Tucker read these emails because apparently I'm an idiot who can't read, so... We're going to have Chris read it. Nobody believes you can't read, sir. You do a great job. Mm. You ain't Samoan. I mean, you look Samoan, but you ain't Samoan. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even going to touch it anymore. You guys know, you all know what Ben sounds like. Um, I'm going to do my best because actually, personally, I think you do a decent job. There's a little stammering and stuttering, but you know, that's perfectly natural. I think you do a great job. Yeah, you do fine. Oh, yeah. Babes, thanks. Yeah, and we're here. We look, we support you. Men support men, Ed. I feel blessed. What's the opposite of toxic masculinity? Is there like a like a positive masculinity? I don't know that that's a thing. It is an ex- <laughs> in the history of man. You're doing I, great, bro. Just keep it up. Is Get that, that lift. That's when we touch tips. What? Like a high five. <laughs> high nine. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's always got to be a topper. He, just, he can't. He can't let me be the biggest one. He's. he's uh, he's got to throw it out there. Uh, Ed's my bottom. He's never my topper. That's true. Power bottom. Uh, prog- <laughs> Apologies, Tony. Prognostication. As an update, when the G's shat the bed versus Colorado, only Ben foresaw a 2-1 loss and correctly predicted the score as well, allowing him to pick up two points on the night. Both Ed and Chris predicted wins, so Ben moved into the lead with 20 points. Then, on Saturday, all three thought the Galaxy would be able to grab three points at home. Sadly, no one expected a 7-2 shellacking that we witnessed on Sunday. So everyone grabs one point, but Ben stays in the lead with 21 Chris follows closely with 20, and Ed lasts with 12. With four games left, Ed can still win it all. So you're, you're still in it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Listener predictions. For the Colorado game, only one person expected the shit show that we witnessed. Elizabeth correctly predicted a 2-1 loss, but thought Zlatan would be our goal scorer, which is a fair assumption. So much like Ben, she grabbed two points and leaped into a tie for third with Luis, with Luis L., only three points behind the leader, Richard C. For Saturday's game, 27 participated, but only 22 foresaw the win. But much like the guys, no one said a 7-2 victory. Oh, ye of little faith. Turns out, all of the leaders were able to grab one point, so no changes in uh, in the order. But with four left to go and 12 points available, Richard C. leads with 21, Danny A. and Ethan trail in second with 19, and Elizabeth and Luis are in third with 18. 
Full standings are available at www.riotsquadcast.com. Looking forward. Saturday, a well-rested Galaxy Squad take on the Frenchies from Quebec. Oh, I apologize for that to any of our, our, our French-Canadian listeners. Uh, prior to them arriving in L.A., Montreal plays Toronto in the first leg of the final of the Canadian Championship on Wednesday night. So expect a tired team to come to L.A. In the last game, the G's finally were open to... Uh, the G's, sorry, in the last game, the G's finally were open. Well, that just doesn't make sense. In the last game, the G's finally opened the floodgates, scoring seven on an uninterested Kansas City. Interestingly, KC came into the game with 37 points and sitting in ninth. Montreal comes into the game with 37 points and sitting on eighth. Does that mean we can put up seven on them? Possibly. But everyone has to be on the same page and putting in the full effort. While Montreal in eight, uh, While Montreal is sitting in eighth in the east, they do have a poor defense, having led in 57 goals and only scoring 42 for a negative 15 goal differential. Additionally, Montreal is not on a good run of form. They are currently on a two-game losing streak, having gone draw, loss, win, loss, loss in their last five. Sadly, the G's haven't been much better in the last five, only having earned four, five points. Given their performance on Sunday, can they keep it going and bring home three points to help us get into the playoffs? Or... Will we have a drop-off in form and not secure full points? Thank you, Big Tony, for sending in your email. Um, man. How did that reading go? That Great. Good. Super good. Loved it. It was all right. I like it. It's better. You're welcome. Wow. You know, whatever. What, what a dick. I mean, I'm saying. I, I'm being honest. What do you want me to say? I mean, it's his show. Fuck. If he wants to read it, he can read it. Look. You know what? You know what? The most important. Just gotta let it go. Just gotta let it go. The most important thing is I said it was good. All right. Yeah, I believed in you, Chris, and you nailed it. Thank you. And the difference is, I assume you were actually listening to the show, so it's you know, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it means more. Um, when's the last time that this team hasn't been in negative goal difference? Like that, I, I'm trying to think of that. Like it's been how long? We're 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 at zero now. We're even. It's been so. It took us a seven goal shellacking to like bring us to plus even. five game to get even. Yeah. Um, so I was really hoping for one more against Kansas City, just to bring us positive. Nah, we'll get we'll get it against Montreal. We'll get it against that Montreal. Way, give them something to fight for. Montreal's terrible, absolutely. They're they're awful. They lost to Cincinnati twice this year. Cincinnati. We lost to San Jose twice. Well, at least they're like a playoff team. We lose to Colorado twice. That yes. That's because we we faced them both <laughs> times when they had coach bumps. I'm just saying. Well, we, we, we historically, somehow, we always end up playing these teams on new coach bunch, uh, bumps. Like, if, I feel like every year we end up playing a team on a new coach bump. Right? Yeah, this year this year we played like four teams on with new coach yeah. bumps. New England with, two, with two Bruce. Of, two of them were Colorado. With two of them with Colorado, yeah. And now, now we have Montreal. <laughs> well, he's been there a while, and, and he's terrible. Yeah. And Montreal's really bad. Can you believe Montreal the, fired uh, Jesse Marsh, who won a champions league game today? Yeah. Fucking insane. Fuck that dude. Yeah, fuck that dude. But sitting so, on, sitting on fifth, what we get a we get a win out of this game. Everything stays stays the same. We get a win out of this game. We move up to, depending on what Minnesota does. If Minnesota gets a loss and we get a win out of this, we move straight up to third. Like, because first think, first head to head is is overall is wins. over wins. I think I think that's the the important part is to get back into the home game playoff spot. Mm-hmm. I think wherever you fall in that. Those positions that you know two through four. Well, to that, that point, matter. all we need, to, yeah, all we need to do is move up to 
All we need to do is move up to four. I, th- I think that's game. I think that's the most important part. Yeah, it's obviously you want to get as high as possible, you know, to get as many home games as possible. Mm-hmm. But you need to get there to begin with. Because right now, everything stays the same. We're away to RSL in the first round of the playoffs. So are, you, the, are you afraid of that, though? I would. I mean, look, if you're going to travel away, that is a more favorable option. Yeah. Relatively close. I say you travel out there, you know, as early as humanly possible, hang out, uh, kind of get acclimated to the weather and, and, and to the setup. And nine the of altitude. our 13 losses have been away. So, I mean, just numbers wise, you want to. You prefer play it, home. yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think we have the ability. The best team in the league. Best team in the league right now, LAFC. Couldn't be, could, can't beat us to save their fucking lives. If, if their children's eyes depended on beating the galaxy well you better get a fucking walking stick because we're, we're popping those bad boys out they just can't do it I'm, I'm concerned about teams like minnesota i'm concerned you know with a with a an active question mark in in darwin condetto who i can easily see embarrassing daniel stairs but I, also week to week he's like wants to decide sometimes he shows up yeah sometimes he don't want to show up but like that's someone I can see taking advantage of Felcher, of Steris, of a uh, 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 people Gonzalez. Not necessarily Palinta. I, I kind of have the more courage in, but I that's someone I could see giving uh, David Bingham a hard time. You know, I don't want to go away. I'm with Ed. If we can, if we can stay home as often as we can stay home, the better. But I mean, with the with the schedule we have remaining, I mean, there is no excuses left. You should be able to get the points you need to move up into at least fourth. I think you can get. I think. I think your best case scenario. Well, obviously, your best case scenario is winning out, but I think your more likely scenario is three out of four, with dropping points at RSL. Well, I mean, we should we should pick up ten points. Well, I, I agree with you. We should pick up ten points. The last th- three of the last four games should be easy wins. Th- that's the biggest. Th- that's the thing that scares me the most, and that's the biggest problem. Is exactly what you said. Should. Every single time this year that we should have won, going into that New England game, we should have smoked them. Both Colorado games, we should have won. Yeah, but then that New England team went on to win like that, eight of nine games after still, that. So, you know, um, again, we caught them. They caught us at a time where they were in, in transition with Bruce coming on. The Columbus game earlier in this year, when Columbus was a tire fire, we should have won that one. And we went late. I mean, I think that's that's been the the problem with this team is the obviously the inconsistency where we literally, I mean. Our wins and losses are almost equal. Like we either win or we lose. I mean, that's kind of been the story of this year. And playing against the worst teams in the league, we haven't really had, you know, success against them. Again, looking at your Colorados. Um, I mean, at the time, your your New Englands who were pretty bottom at the table in the East. Um, yeah, man. I mean, theoretically, you should be able to beat. Uh, a Houston, a Vancouver, uh, a Montreal. Well, I mean, Houston and Vancouver high-fiving each other at the bottom of the table. And I think Montreal is going to be way more interested in this two-legged series for the Voyager's Cup or whatever it's called these days than they are in playing the Galaxy. I think it's still Voyager's, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, if I recall, they're floating around a playoff spot. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a contest, but it should be... It should be a win. It's based on how we're playing and and 
getting healthier, getting, I mean, it, would it, would it be crazy to see Alison Drini sitting on a bench, you know, like we, all we really need to do. And this was, this is in part where my, you know, a couple weeks ago, a few months ago, basically as soon as we signed Pavone, I'm like, everyone can calm down. We're going to make the playoffs. Don't worry about that. It's a matter about where it's, it's the issue is where we, we finish, whether we have to travel, we're going to make the playoffs. That's not an issue. We need to stay in the hunt until a real shiny, pretty piece is ready to go because it's coming. Like it's, it's, that's a matter of time. A, a team with Alex Andrini's lots on Ibrahimovic, Kristen Pavone, Jonathan Dos Santos, Legette playing the way he's playing Corona, you know, getting, getting in there and, and clearly enjoying, enjoying his soccer. Polenta, like that team doesn't miss the playoffs. I understand the concern, but that team doesn't miss a playoff. 10 points should be, for me, 10 points should be the minimum with, as you say, dropping points at RSL being the outlier. If we draw points against Montreal, I become drastically more concerned, drastically more concerned. Um, but that's why I say don't, you know, don't get carried away. 7-2 result, have a good time, enjoy it, smile, laugh, celebrate, blah, blah, blah. Move on. Move on. Focus, get back to work. It's time to get back to work. Montreal, fresh. Every game, every single game is an MLS Cup final until we're done for the year. Literally every single one. They're all must win. We draw points against Montreal and teams around us pick up points. We're fucking in trouble all over again. That's that's been the craziness with this Western Conference just being so tight. Like you, you drop, I mean, Lucy, week to week, if you drop any points, I mean, you're you're fluctuating. From playoff spot to under the line. Yeah. And deservedly so. Like, look, this is the reason we love Major League Soccer. Like, it's designed to keep it, for all the idiots that are like, oh, Pro-Rel keeps teams at the bottom of the table with something to fight for. Well, you know what? I don't want Vancouver or Houston having something to fight for. I want them to roll over like dead dogs. I want them gone. I want them bored. I want them out of it. And as a, as a fan of that team, if you don't like what they're doing, well, you should be putting pressure on your administration. That ain't my fucking fault. But you know what I like? This is this is two through seven. This is two through seven. So the playoff spots. And you know what? I'll go ahead. I'll chuck in eight. I'll chuck in eight. Seattle, 49 points. Minnesota, 48 points. RSL, 46 points. The Galaxy, 45 points. San Jose, 44 points. Portland, 43 Dallas, 43. I'll go ahead and spot you number nine for Kansas City with 37. Had Kansas City beat us, they're in the mix no different than everybody else to a point where the number two team, Seattle, goes on a bad run and they get dropped out of the playoffs. I don't need your promotion and relegation to have a good time in Major League Soccer. I have to go down to decision day to not only figure out whether we make the playoffs, but where whether we're going away, whether we're going at home. This is an amazing season. This has been a crazy fucking year. Like, I don't know what else you want. Like, I this is interesting. And we're, we're if you're looking at the teams that are getting healthier, adding quality late, it's a good time to be a Galaxy fan. Yeah, I think that's been one of the one of the cruxes we've had the last couple of years is, you know, in the summer transfer where we really don't do much. And so other teams are getting better by, you know, bringing in players. We really didn't do that. And now we brought in Pavone in the summer, and our team has drastically got better. Mm-hmm. 
because it's actually someone who can provide and it's inspiring others around him to he, play better. He creates so much space. So much. You can't guard him. And you can't take the ball off of him. Yeah, that's thing you try you can try to. And he just does a quick little, you know, one two to like try to go around you and he he gets you around you every time. He will get he'll get, you know, that little, you know, uh death little touch to make make some space for himself to take a shot. I mean he's a, he's the only guy who actually takes shots from outside of the box. Yeah, why not? And I love it. I mean, it's like the dude. I mean, he didn't get a goal on on Saturday, on Sunday, but I mean, he got one off the woodwork. I mean, the dude wants to score so bad. Christian Pavone had four percent of possession in the game uh, uh, versus Sporting Kansas City. Gerso, Gerso, uh, Sporting Kansas City's left winger, two point one percent possession, and they did their best to play down the wings. Didn't work. But you give the ball to Christian Pavone. Off the woodwork, assist. Like if it's the reason, if you just look at, if you just look at a game and you just look at stats, you just look at the numbers. You don't watch soccer. You don't watch the the actual match. You would go, oh well, Christian Pavone kid's not working out. They went through all this trouble to get this kid from Boca Juniors, and eh, it's not not really working out. Got one goal. But if you watch the game and you see the way he creates and opens. Acres and acres and acres of space for everyone else. God damn! If it ain't this year, it's coming. But we said, I mean, I, I, you were on, you weren't on this episode, I don't think. But me and Ben were talking about how, what would it be for Pavon to be successful? Like, talking about goals wise, assists wise, and then we agreed on ten. Ten combined goals and assists, I think, would be a successful, uh, you know, half of a season mm-hmm. coming in. Again. You we heard all these things about Pavone, but you're like, yeah, you know what? But it's MLS. Like it takes time to gel. Uh, most most players who come from overseas, uh, it takes a little time to to acclimate. Yeah. But that dude, like, jumped and like was running. So currently, right now, he has six. Six assists. He has five assists, one goal. Oh, so you guys are talking goal scoring like contribution combined. as a whole? Yes, exactly. Okay. I think ten is good. For what you know, I mean, he, he, from the time he came in, if he gets, but it's not, it's not even about that. I mean, you could just see clearly how he's inspired Fabio to play better. He's inspired Antuna to play better. He's inspired the center midfielders to play better. Sure. I mean, it's just an all around turnaround from when our only player that you you knew who could score a goal was going to be Zlatan. I mean, he's still because pretty much scoring our only goals. Mm-hmm. But now you're seeing a distribution of those goals. I think because players are getting more space, yeah, and because we're having someone who actually uh, knows how to control the ball and how to like ping passes to other players. Well, he look. This is so Pavon's best year, his best year ever. Eighteen goal scoring contributions, uh, 2016-17 season. Basically, the season that began the hype train. Following season, I think he dropped down by one, six goals, eleven assists. Based on the current setup of the team, based on the current. Um, roster, the current tools we have available. I care way more. And goals, obviously, super, super important. I care way more about the 11 assists than I care about the goals. We've, we've got, clearly, clearly, we've got someone who is going to specialize at the goals. And uh, you, I can't believe we even we went over, we didn't we'll, even we'll get, we'll we'll get, get to it. All right. Yeah, we'll get there. Um, before we transition out, we'll get yeah. there. But I care about Christian finding that assist touch. 
Because when he when the goals he can do by himself. That's the thing. You look at Zlatan. A lot of he every now and again, I shouldn't say a lot. Every now and again, he just makes something out of nothing. Even the Efra, the Efra goal, the the Efra and Alvarez uh, assist. He just controls it. Well, got a, it. A beautiful pass, by the way. Beautiful pass. No disrespect, but control controls a, a controls the pass and figures it out. Two, I think two of the goals he scored uh, in the game against Kansas City was a lot of work on Zlatan's part. We've got someone who is going to figure out the goal scoring. The assists tell me that they're starting to understand each other mentally. It's like a, there's, he's going to know where Zlatan's going to be. He's going to know where, uh, uh, what's his name, Corona's going to be. Like you saw the pass he lofted up, and Corona finds that space. Bang. I can't, if, he's can, if he can absorb some of the defensive work of the opposition and create all that extra space, because you can't guard all these people at the same time. Exactly. That's what I'm interested in when it comes to Christian Pavon. I think if we rely on him to score goals too much, the the most he's ever scored in a season as a professional is nine. You're looking in the wrong place. If he can add seven, eight, nine, ten goals to a season, given that he's playing against drastically worse uh, competition compared to when he was in Argentina, that's great. If he scores 40 goals in a, in a season, we're going to hold on to him for a year, year and a half. I want him to I want him to get 30 assists. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that still means we're still scoring 30 goals. I'm with you. I think you guys looked at it the right way. It's not about the goals he scores. It's about the total goal scoring contribution. 10 is 10 is phenomenal. 10 gets us in the playoffs. Not a concern. I think at six, with four games to go, and you know, four games to the MLS Cup, eight games left, you'd say you probably hope he gets a little over 10. Um, oh, we were talking about just like regular season, but yeah, uh, yeah earlier yeah. on, yeah. I mean, regular season at ten could be could be spot on. At, at six, it's probably asking a little much for him to get a goal or an assist in every game going forward. But he entirely, clearly has the ability to get three in a game, whether it's an assist or a goal. He's got that ability. He's got that in his locker, and that makes me feel more comfortable as a fan. And we're playing against teams who are going to give up goals. This is when you want him to feel confident. Yeah. This is when you want him to be. The Boca Juniors, Christian Pavon. Because here's the problem with their team in that first half of the season was where you had Daniel Starez as your second leading goal scorer, and you had Diego Falenta as your assist leader. Like yeah. that that was bonkers. It's yeah. just absolutely bonkers. Where you have two of your your defensive players adding some of the most of your your attacking. Like how how is that for everything outside of Zlatan? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. But yeah, you see, you see Christian come on and just completely just change the team. Well, yeah, I mean, f- finally, a defender is not our second highest goal scorer. Yeah. Uriel Antuna has uh, his four goals now, barely above Stairs. Two Zlatan's twenty six goals, which is fucking bananas. Which I, I guess this is the this is a, an ample time to, to to talk about it. Congratulations to the big man. Uh, now the the record holder for most goals in a single season for the Galaxy. Zlatan on 26 overtook Carlos Pavon on 24, and at the same time overtook Edson Buttle for third most league goals in the history of the That's team. That's insane. Of all the stats in the world that are interconnected. Did I say Carlos Pavon? Um, it was, it's... Of it's, all goal scoring records, it's fucking definitely not Carlos. It's Pavone. definitely not Carlos. Pavone, uh, yeah. Christian, well, did I say Carlos Pavon? That doesn't sound right. Why would I say Carlos Pavon? I'm talking about Edson Bottle, Carlos Ruiz. Well, no, I didn't even say Carlos Ruiz. Carlos Ruiz is fifty-one goals, but that's Open Cup, Champions League, and League goals. 
Zlatan has more than Edson. What do you? I, Anyways, he broke Carlos Ruiz's. He, he, no, single, he broke. Single. He broke. Yes, he broke Carlos Ruiz. Oh, that's where I would have said. Okay, he broke Carlos Ruiz's single season goal scoring record. Yes, of twenty four. Of twenty four. Now he's sitting on twenty six. Of course, he would do it in a hat trick. Make sure it's nice and memorable. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, overtook Edson Buttle for third overall in goal scoring. So he'll likely hang out where he's at at a forty eight. Or he's probably not going to hang out at forty eight goals, but he'll hang out at third place all time. Behind Kino has one hundred seven, and Landon I think has I want to say one thirty seven. I think it's one thirty seven. Kino has one hundred five. Landon's got one thirty seven. Which for a club that's twenty twenty two years old, twenty three years old, like, and he's already top three goal scorers. If he was here for two more years, I mean, he would he would have Landon's record shattered. It's not even, I mean, it's not remotely close. Uh, if anyone else on the team could could shoot or score and would create a little, make it a little harder to defend him regularly, week to week. I mean, who knows where he would be? It's it's crazy. It's, it's he is, I mean, I, I understand his argument of saying I'm the best player in the history of the league. And, and someone said, you know, even if you don't win a championship and it's like, well, you know, it doesn't, your question isn't whether I'm the best, I'm on the best team in the history of the league. Your question is whether I'm the best player in the history of the league. His 48 goals in 52 matches. I mean, that's, that's as a forward who doesn't play defense at all, it's a hell of an argument. At a minimum, he's the best goal scorer in the history of the league. I mean, that's, that's kind of without question. I mean, just his striking rate, I think he has like a goal every other shot. Wow! Like I, this year, I think I think he has like, oh no, yeah, I think he has like fifty-eight shots, and he has twenty-six goals or whatever. Wild! I don't, I don't, I don't know if that stat's accurate, but I mean that's that's assuming it is. Um, that is a, a a pretty ridiculous return. I know he's got he's currently on a goal every, I say he's on a goal every ninety-two minutes or something like that. Um, I should just keep. I I mean when when, when sorry he has or. Half, I read the stat wrong. Uh, he has 127 shots, and half of those are or 53 round shots on goal. So half his shots are on goal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's still still admirable. It's not nearly as as ridiculous as the the stat you you came up with. That was way better. I like that one. Um, well, just about half his shots on goal go in the net. Yeah, there you go. So still, yeah, still. Uh, Maybe that's what I was looking at. And I was like, me on my brain, as you know, LB USD baby, what up? Don't keep blaming them. Every time you, every time you fuck something up, you blame them. Uh, he has a it's goal. It's a system that failed me, Chris. Uh, he has a goal every ninety-two minutes, which is it's insane. Which is it's Mike McGee had a goal every three hundred and ten minutes. And granted, as Mike McGee has even pointed out on my Twitter, he played left midfield. Fair enough. Uh, but to, you know, you think about insane goal scoring. Robbie Keane goal every hundred and forty minutes. Carlos Ruiz goal every hundred and thirty-seven minutes. Zlatan goal every 92 minutes ridiculous go on a stoppage time he's probably getting a goal that game go into a base amount of stoppage time like the throwaway stoppage time where the ref has it you know he's not really paying any attention he's like ah toss a minute on either one he's getting a goal in that game like i mean i mean this is something we've already known that he's he's good for at least a goal game you would you would assume he's got 10 goals at the last six games 10 go- 10 he has more than twice as much as our number 2 goal scorer in the last month yeah i mean it's insane oh god it's pretty insane um lone talk lineups for for saturday 
Um, if you stall, I gotta go pee. Go pee. Ben, ben will. Ben, right, ben will definitely why don't you? Talk why don't you, uh, why don't you read us the odds, and we'll we'll go over your odds first. All right, our odds are brought to you as always by BetLASports.com. That's BetLASports.com. Make sure you mention Riot Squadcast when you go online to set up an account or when you call. All right. So on BetLASports.com, the LA Galaxy are heavy favorites at a minus 157. The Montreal Impact, heavy underdogs, a plus 363. So what's that mean, Ed? Have we learned anything yet? The, what does it mean like it's like, with the, the when the Galaxy are a 157, a uh, negative 157? That means that they're... With it, we're it means the you favorites. have to bet a hundred. <laughs> yeah, that means yes. You bet a hundred to get a hundred fifty-seven, right? To to get a hundred. So one hundred fifty-seven to get a hundred. Yes. Okay. On your return. So Montreal is basically like three to one odds. Yeah, but yeah, they're, yeah, they're all actually over three and a half to one odds. Basically, almost four to one odds. And if you go to betlasports.com, you can actually tease that up to four to one odds. If you wanted, if you look at the other odds makers, the Galaxy are right around one fifty. So, you get, I don't know, a little better return. What's the okay. what's the goals they're predicting? So, the predicted goals are the Galaxy at 2, Montreal at 1.4, which actually kind of surprised me. I thought it would be... A little higher? Yeah, I thought the Galaxy would be a little higher, and Montreal might be right around 1 even. You, you, you would think because Montreal just came off of losing... I, I don't think they even scored a goal against Cincinnati this year. And I think I think you're going to see this line change as it, as the, um, the Voyagers Cup Championship goes on Wednesday. I think that if Montreal is in that game, it wouldn't surprise me at all if you were to see I don't know, four or five reserves come to LA. Because like I said, I think their their best chance to get to Champions League is obviously the Voyager's Cup. Yeah. Give me the give me the too long didn't read. Um the Galaxy are in favor of winning this game. Uh, how much? Uh by like basically three to one odds. The Montreal are Three to one odds to win. We are three to one to win over Montreal. They are three to one, right? That's all. Yeah, they are three to one. Three we yeah, uh, we are the favorites. We we're, are negative oh, one. Three seven. and a half over gotcha. three and a half to one, basically, is what you yeah. said. Okay. We're the heavy favorites, Chris. I I. But predicted goals is only two to one, basically. Okay. Yeah. So so the over under for total goals scored is three point two five. I don't know how you get a two five goal, but. So over three goals, under three goals, or By three the way, or under. My my wife just texted me saying, "Why does Ben sound constipated?" Because <laughs> he's old. Yes, that's the reason. It's because he's it's because he's elderly. He yeah. needs milk to, to, of magnesia. <laughs> Tells him he needs to stop beating you. He also like, says <laughs> to stop beating me. Send. Cool. Very nice. Done. Done. <laughs> Love you, Denise. <laughs> um, let's talk lineups in. No Felcher? No Felcher. Uh, what's, with the yellow card suspension, do we see Romney on the right or do you see Araujo come back see in the starting lineup? Yeah. Should I be Araujo. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. I think you got to see Araujo. Should be Araujo. We say that. It should be Araujo. Yeah. Whether that's I'm, what happens I mean, is a different conversation. Yeah, Romney has barely gotten in to the game on the left side where he can play. Right. I don't think there's any way GBS puts him on the right side. I, I, he definitely just had his best game of the season. May have had his, might have had his best game in a Galaxy jersey, but definitely had his best game of the season. No, he's definitely had better games. Oh, he's, he's had he's had games where he's contributed more on the on the stat line. 
as far as doing the job we ask him to do. Which is defend. Which is defend. Which is to, to make passes out of the back and specifically playing GBS's system of, of overlapping. Uh, he and Polenta appear to be on the same page, which is something you can't really say for Shelvick and Polenta. I agree with Ben. You don't move them. You don't. You do. This isn't the time. Look, would I see rather see Romney over Jorgen and Araujo on the right? I mean, every every time they go out there, yes. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, GBS. I don't know. If, I don't want to say fall has fallen out of favor with Araujo. I think he realizes, you know, hey, it's an eighteen year old kid. Maybe I shouldn't put too much on him. I don't know, man. Dude, I think you're absolutely crazy. 100% crazy if you think that Romney's going to play on the right. Well, I'm, I'm for sure crazy. For sure. Well, I, 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 you know, I understand. I get what you're saying. Because you've seen GBS is throwing out some shit like where Jorgen has an awful game and he just keeps playing for like two months. But that's, that had been, I would say that's chiefly been out of necessity. The The... Continued rotation on the back line, Polenta missing a game, uh, uh, Giancarlo missing a game, Steris missing a game through injury. You've had, you've, there's been more reason to start Shelvick. Romney clearly has been on the outs. I mean, it, it's, it's been rumored he and GBS had some issues. I think we've talked about it a little bit. I know Guessman's talked about it a little bit. Um, but you, you've seen, no, 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 don't, don't, no, 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 keep, keep him off that. Don't, it, it, don't distract him. Let him, let him stay focused. Uh, but if, if if Romney worked his way back in, and it's the same thing we were talking about earlier with everyone understanding their roles and their positions and where they are in the roster and in the lineup and, you know, what's being requested of them. When you have a starting 11, when you have a, a your basic formation, your basic setup, what you want, and it's what Bruce excelled at, when someone goes down, the person who's going who's, who's gonna to replace them next in line is ready to slot right in and just fucking keep the bus running. Romney, for whatever reason, him and, and GBS have some appear to have some beef. Stelva kept fucking up, kept fucking up, kept fucking up, kept fucking up over and over again. Romney finally got the shoulder tap, and when he did, he was outstanding. He was outstanding. You don't, you don't change that if you don't have to. The only re- Felcher coming off one of his his finest games of the season. You, the only reason he's not playing is because he's on yellow card suspension. So you, you start Araujo in his spot because that's the that's the likely candidate. You could make an argument for starting Giancarlo over at right back. He played there um, earlier in the season when he was first kind of coming on and getting bedded in. But you've played him consistently at center back. This is your moment to play that kid, if you, especially if you're going to get Montreal coming off of off of some some uh, you know not injuries, but coming off of some exhaustion midweek game, an important midweek game that they're in they're inspired to kind of push themselves for. I don't think we're going to see a lot of reserves because they're three points out of a playoff spot. They beat us. They're right back in the mix. I can see them saying, hey, we're going to do what the Galaxy do. We're just going to run double duty and see what we can get. Then great. Play the kid who's more likely to make these runs up the, up the our right wing and fucking exhaust them because that's what Araujo does. Tell Steris, hey, you're going to sit back and play. Look at the heat map in this last game. Steris and Polenta basically operating as sweepers sitting right in front of Bingham. Whenever it was necessary, whenever we were on defense, one of those two are alternating, dropping back to play on the left side of the goal or the right side of the goal, almost like a, a Beckenbauer-esque sweeper, but but infinitely less talented. You can play Araujo and say, kid, go. Because between you and, and, and Uriel, you're going to fucking exhaust them. 
and they're coming on four days, three days rest. There's only, you know, there's there being limited opportunities and playing the way we just came off. I think the smartest thing is in, in lieu of changing the system, you remove one piece, you put the next piece in, you keep on going. Oh, no, I agree. But we've seen in the past where GBS is like, nah. Right. No, I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I definitely see where you're coming from. I definitely see where you're coming from. Look, I, I agree with you. I want, I want to see Romney at left back. I want to see Polenta, Stares, and Araujo. I like Araujo a lot. I want him to play more. Yeah. Because let's be honest, come next year, he will be that starting right back. I'm not sure about that, but if if Steris is moving over at right back, that'll tell you everything you need to know about Araujo for next season. Because this would for a kid who sh- who not Steris, I was Romney. It, sorry, is what? No, because if in my head I was thinking if they bring in Jorgen back, they just move Romney to right back. Oh, Jorgen! I think Jorgen. I think we've seen Jorgen. Hopefully, I think we've, we've said seen that him. before. We've said that before. This but there's season. but there's no reason to start him. There's no the, usually it's like we're missing a we're missing. We we would have to specifically be missing Diego Polenta, or there has to be a reason Diego Polenta can't play left back, and that's the only time you see Shelvick. Now you can't ha- you shouldn't have Polenta play left back, but you got someone who is playing much, much better than Shelvick is even fucking capable of playing. Remove the one piece, put the new piece in, keep the machine going forward. I'm with you. Uh midfield, uh Fabio still out. Don't change it up, right? Nothing. You, if, if you can avoid changing anything, and I saw, well, we would get to that in the lightning round, but if you can avoid changing anything for the rest of the, the roster, why on earth would you? Everything should be the, as long as everyone's healthy, as long as everyone's fit, Ben just thought about lightning round, as long as everything's fit, as long as everyone's fit and healthy and ready to go, uh, you just, you just, you power on. This this should be a moment where you explain to Ed what pointing at him means, because he doesn't know. Just as a heads up. Was I in, in charge of the lightning round? You are now. Of course you are. What are you talking about? Uh, uh, when wouldn't you be? What? Just because, just, you tell me just because Ben read lightning round for the last like year and a half, you think now it's not your responsibility? Of course it's your responsibility. Oh man, that's new to me. <laughs> All right. Uh, I like your willingness to roll with it though. <laughs> okay. Do we see, I know, I know he's closer and closer and closer to getting back. Um, I think they said they targeted RSL. Do we see Alistair Jr. on the bench? I would love it. I would love it. I don't think we see him until the last couple couple games. I mean, not even on the bench. Maybe like say say we're up three nothing. Would you not give him ten minutes? No. No. Nah. No. I mean, we haven't once, and this is just based on you know what we get to see. We're not we're not the Larry Morgans who go to the practices and all that goodness. Until I see. The pictures come out from the galaxy of him at full training with everyone. Rest and recuperate, man. I need you. For, I need you for the playoffs. Can you imagine every team that that thinks they got us figured out, and then you get to drop in a completely rested Ramon Alessandrini, who's a hundred percent fit and ready to go. I don't know. I don't. I don't risk it. I don't risk it. And there's no reason to send him away to RSL. Keep him home. Keep him rested. Keep I was him just, ready. The, uh, yeah. I just want to see him out there, man. Oh, Jesus. Supposed to see him out there. Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna. What's up, Ben? You got, you we can say for yourself, Ben. I uh, know. I was busy trying to look. Did up you some see in the, in the in the? Did you check the Twitter thread? I was looking, trying to decide which ones we were going to use. Hmm. I'm so glad Go it's on. not his show. 
I'm so glad it's Tucker can, show. Can you imagine? It would it would never it would never get posted if it was Ben Shapiro. It would just it wouldn't it just wouldn't happen. The fact that we're on the air every week just blows me miracle. Away. It is t- absolute miracle. I mean that's that makes me want to believe in God because it's just like hey, the show gets posted every week. All right, maybe Somehow. there's a higher power. <sighs> Lord, making oh, that miracles. Have mercy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what's next? So we're talking uh, Montreal. We talked lineups. Now we got to talk predictions. Uh, did you read the email? Usually, uh, Big Tony gives us like the prediction order. I didn't see that in there. You must not have. Uh, you know what? I I predicted the least amount of goals, so maybe I'll go first. That works for me. Because you both predicted three one wins. We both, had, I believe, we both had three one. I had a two one win. So, um, I don't want to feel overconfident. And I think the, I think we're, it'd be more of a positive to come out of this game with a clean sheet than, than anything else, mm-hmm. than like a huge, seven-two victory. What if it was though? Oh, uh, I mean, I'd. Wouldn't it be fucking nuts? <laughs> Score fourteen amazing. goals in a week. In, in, in a week, <laughs> jeez, yeah. Um, I really want to see them keep a clean sheet. Um, so I want to go two nothing. Two nothing. Yeah, I want to go two nothing. This would be a good time for a clean sheet, and we haven't had one in a while. Like this would this would be a this would be a great time to to a nice solid defensive game and being without well we haven't had a clean sheet since Dallas on the fifteenth of August, so about a, a little over a month. Um, keeping a clean sheet, I have no idea what the date is today. Apparently, uh, yeah, a little over two days over a month. Uh, keeping a clean sheet with our first choice right back out our first choice left back not playing um yeah that would be that would be a phenomenal statement coming off of all the goal scorers clearly having their shooting boots on and feeling confident and taking their chances when they're available change it three nothing oh did i did i talk you into that our guys score goals man they're they're putting them in dude three nothing two zlatan and then I'm going to say Antuna. You have 18 goals since that uh, that last clean sheet. In a month? Well, we had seven. <laughs> we had seven against Kansas. Made, yeah. made it a whole lot easier. Yeah. We had two against Dallas, two against Seattle, three against LAFC, three against the Sounders, one against Colorado, and then seven against Kansas. So if that math is is correct, and I'm I'm trusting that it is. <laughs> so since uh, Benjamin is currently the leader, Christopher, we're going to go to you in your prediction. Wait, who did you predict as our goal scorers? He said Zlatan and Antuna. No, who did you have last week? Do you remember? Oh, last week I had, I think I just went two with Zlatan and one with Pavone. Okay, then I will. So I I literally even had the same goal scorers. Yeah. So I, I will go first in in in, in that uh, in that case. Um, I. Am not as trusting of our back line as I would like to be. Araujo being out makes it, uh, or sorry, Araujo starting uh, makes it a little easier for me to believe we're going to end up getting scored on. Um, yeah, three one or three nothing. Three nothing. I want I want that clean sheet, baby. What is that top box of the three one? Oh, that was Eddie from last week. Uh, um, I am going to take three one. Um. I'm going to give Zlatan one because at this point, how do you not select him? 
You know what? Try Fuck not it. Not to. You know what? I do three one. You give him another Hattie Archer. I'm gonna give him another goddamn. You give him another Hattie Archer. I'm gonna give him another. Hattie if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen against Montreal. Yeah, I'm gonna. Give, there's a lot of options. I, I'll give. I'll take another prediction. Somehow that guy gets seven goals between now and the end of the season. That's not crazy. It's not insane that's at all. That's not crazy. That's that's a goal against Montreal and then multiple multiple goals against Vancouver, Houston, and RSL away. It's not crazy. Or three goals against against uh, Montreal and then just take your time against the rest. But yeah, I'll take uh, I'll take three one. I'll take a Zlatan hat trick. All right, I think Ed. Unfortunately, I agree with you, which means Tucker's going to be right. I think Ooh, so sweet. I um. Uh, unfortunately, that means we're going to lose now. I think they were, I think we're going to shut out. I think this is the game. I'm looking at the last couple games of the year and seeing as what are we what are we sitting on eight? I think eight yeah, eight right now. So that yeah. means. You only need two more for your, yeah, I need your two ten. more. So, 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 so I'm not. I'm, oh, I'm, that's I, right. You're getting you're getting down to the nitty gritty. Yeah. So I'm guessing this is going to be one of them, or at least I'm going to call this going to be one of them. I like uh, I like your original scoreline though. I like a two nothing. I think that um, some of the galaxy players like uh, Legit. You know, he shot his wad. He's done. He's not scoring again this year. You know, probably Corona. Same same thing. First, his first goal, by the way. Yeah, I know. So that that's his first pretty, and only yeah, goal. He's shot, done. Yeah. Shot that nut. Shot he's it. all done. Yeah, yeah. He's done. That's Ben, man. He shoots so, just the one. Hey, like, well, he, he, he shot it like a gangbang style. So. <laughs> did you see? Did you see the video of uh, or the 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 meme of uh, you know, they do the little girl, the the white girl oh, in the porn, no. and it's like it's her with a Kansas City face on, and then it's like <laughs> it's like five black guys oh, no. with a galaxy crest over the top. Sorry, Ben. I apologize. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do you continue from that? Look, that's that's your business. I'm not here. I'm not here to to help drag you out of this. Right, two, two nothing. I'm gonna just say Zlatan gets them both. Yeah, I mean, how can nothing. you? Uh, yeah, two nothing. Now, how can you really go against Zlatan at this point? Well, you know, it's to your to both of your points. Montreal have gone uh, scoreless in their last two games uh, against FC Cincinnati, who was down a man, and um, and DC United beat him three nothing. And before that, they got the two goals against Vancouver. Before that, one goal against Toronto, and then three against Dallas about a month ago. And there was a story earlier this week. Who that is Piotti's scoring not much happy. goals against Ga- Dallas? Though, anyway, yeah. so yeah, Chicago's putting four against them. Oof. Yep. So no, there's an earlier story earlier this week. Piotti wants out. So if he's not happy, who knows if they're even? How old is that guy? He's having a Piotti party. Well, there's the title. You can go ahead and write that one down. <laughs> Come on. Boom. Thank you, sir. I love it. Thirty-four. Where? I mean, where is he going to go? Qatar. I don't know. China. But do they give a shit about him? I'm sure they do. But this is the thing. If you have to say, I'm sure they do. They don't. It's Qatar. If there's someone's willing to go play there, that's not from there. They're going to care about him. He's going to go play in Kazakhstan. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I'm of the opinion they probably don't need 34-year-old you know, Italians they haven't really heard of. But I, for all I know, I'm incorrect. I don't, I don't follow the Qatar. Is Piatti Argentinian? Yeah, I think he's Argentinian. He's Argentinian? Yeah. What do I call him? Italian. What's the difference? I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. Everybody, everyone's unique and special and all they your both, borders. They do are, both do the finger thing. Look, at the end of the day, if y'all got oil, America's coming in. So calm down. Everybody relax. Good. Is that a, we'll that's just, we'll just a slap, solid apology, we'll right? We'll just slap U.S. flags on your oil barrels. Hell yeah. USA. 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 <laughs> you, got a, you got a lightning round for me, Benjamin? Or Ed, apparently? Lightning round.
always miss that. I miss you want to do it, or you, you want me to do it? You can do it because I have nothing pulled up. All right, so we're gonna start with Andrew. Uh, Which who, Andrew? Andrew Elisana, who doesn't have Twitter. He starts off and says that no social media presence. No social media presence. He sends in carrier pigeons at, every time he has a yeah. lightning round question. At, at some old like Bob. Mike Tyson. <laughs> Smoke signals. He wants to let you know that the gift you picked for Chris being back is whack. I picked it. That was like a Laker player, right? I think it's Lance Stevenson. Yeah, I've, I've, because I didn't, I didn't click on it. I thought it was gonna be Robert Ory because he was at the game last on the weekend. He got fat. Why are you shaming? I'm not. Pff, this came from the guy. Him. This came from the guy who was like when they were talking shit about uh, Wesley Snyder. He's like, "Why can you talk? You can't talk shit about a fat girl, but you can talk fat about a fat guy." What did he do? One. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait, wait hold on. My what voice do? get higher than yours. <laughs> Two. My my issue was not Wesley Schneider getting called fat. It was that you can't call women fat, but you can call him fat. I'm in the same I'm in the same boat with Robert Ory. As long as I can call an ex WNBA player fat, you can call Robert Ory fat. I'm willing to call an ex WNBA player fat, so I can call Robert Ory fat. It's cool, man. He won me championships. You're not cool. cool. Get your cheeseburger, man. You deserve that shit. Just like Wesley Schneider. We all good. Big shout, Rob. We all good, baby. Don't even trip. I'm getting a cheeseburger tomorrow. That sounds good. Don't even trip. You sweat cheeseburgers. <laughs> Jose weird. Roscoe was like, I didn't know Chris sounded like an angry black woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I was bobbing they're my just, head, too. They're just called black women. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, I can yeah, make yeah. that joke. It's fine. That's why I left. Yeah, you're good. <sighs> Racist. It was really weird that you called them like Almadia, though. That was really strange. I fucking hate Tyler Perry. I want to choke the life out of him. Hallelujah. Terrible. Go ahead, Benjamin. All right. So um, Jeff in 109 wants to know, do we play Pipo on the right or do you go with Araujo? Um, do, you trust, do you trust Araujo to I'm, cover Piotti? I'm kind of over the Gonzalez thing. Experiment as a whole. Yeah. It's it's He's had a... He's had a harder time acclimating to MLS. There's uh there's Polenta. there's numbers that back that up that he probably shouldn't be on. We we Sorry. defensively we're we're not better with him on the field. Um you know, the the benefit would be if you're starting if you start people in the middle, then you can move Polenta out to the left. Um which which is is uh ideal. Sorry, James he was <laughs> I can't I can't say that. Um James is being Difficult in the in the group chat. Over here. Um, but if if you play if you play people at center back, you can play Polenta at left back, which removes Romney, which is it's more that it puts your first choice left back because right now Polenta is our first choice left back. Puts him on the field, but you there are there are stats and numbers to back up Pipo not being the best option defensively. And if if you guys are praying on a on a clean sheet, you probably want him on the bench. Would you play people on the right? No. I'd rather I'd rather play Rajo. Give the kids some minutes. Give some minutes, man. At I some agree. point, at some point, you gotta you gotta get him in. I I mean, look, you could consider, you could consider, um, starting Rajo, and if he's having an issue, then you sub him out for 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 people. But we've chosen when Rajo's had rough weeks and when Felcher's had rough weeks, we've chosen to play Gonzalez at center back. If he's your center back going forward, unless there's an issue. You start the right back. I'm always of the opinion you start the person who specializes in a position. Yeah. All right. So Galaxy 96 or Galaxy Fan 96 wants to know: Do you you guys think that Zlatan is the greatest player ever to suit up in MLS? Like he stated. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Tuck, what do you think? Okay. <laughs> it's, it's Tucker's show. 
So really, he's the one that counts. Sorry. Ed. <laughs> He gave you like he genuinely gave you like four seconds to get your entire lightning round. Your entire I guess that's his definition of lightning round, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awful. Talk your turn. Um, playing ability, like playing ability, obviously. Until Ronaldo or Messi come into this league, he is the greatest player that's yeah. ever played I mean, in MLS. Raw, raw ability, clearly. You know, I, I does he need to win a cup to have that title? You need to win a cup to be a legend. If they're going to call you a legend of the team, you're going to call you a legend of playing for the Galaxy. You got to win an MLS cup. There well, are, you've, the, you've seen those legend videos, but no, 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 it doesn't take that much. But as what, what, what do we say as a, as a, as a supporter driven podcast? What do we say regularly? The people who make those videos, the people in charge of those videos, the people who determine the labels of legends for these guys, they earn paychecks. They are employees. They are stewards. Yeah. They're, they, I you, stooges. but you are, you, the fan, the person listening, the person tweeting or buying tickets or buying scarves or whatever you are the galaxy you are the club you are the organization the people who who decided steven gerrard by signing a contract was a legend of, of the la galaxy giovanni dos santos by signing a contract suddenly became a because we as a fan you should be so blessed just to have this person gracing uh, uh gracing the field and you're so lucky to be in the stadium while while giovanni dos santos runs on the field for the galaxy no no you earn it here. You earn it. I think it's like Portland. It's like you want to be a legend for showing the fuck up. New York. You want to be a legend for showing the fuck up. That's their business. Here, where Cienfuegos wins cups, where Kobe and Landon and Keane win fucking. Where if Brian Jordan has more MLS cups than you, I struggle to call you a legend. If Jack McBean, granted he's got a bunch, has more MLS cups than you, if David Junior Lopes has more MLS cups than you, I struggle to call you a legend in the galaxy. Zlatan is an outstanding player, arguably the best player who's ever been in the league. At a minimum, you can make a you can make a conversation for it. Forty eight goals in fifty two games for a forward. Come on, let's be realistic. Probably probably not a legend yet. the The goal scoring is legendary, and and I I I would certainly for me you got to win a cup. But I I would understand someone making the argument. So, yeah, I mean, I would wait, argue, wait, wait. Is this really where we're interested in what Chris has to so say? I'd argue that the person who has your single season goal scoring record probably can go down as legend. I'm, I'm fine. With How about his feats against LAFC as well? That first game, that first game alone, that first game by itself. But again, I understand someone making the argument based on, and it's it's it goes back to my original issue with Gio and 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 Jared and Jermaine Jones. Signing a contract, regardless of what you did at Villarreal or Liverpool or Schalke, Schalke, thank you, I forgot where he came from, or Schalke or or Ajax or Inter or Juve or you know any of the any of the number of of incredible teams Laton has played for. By simple merit of playing for those teams and then signing a piece of paper for my team does not make you a legend. What would make Laton a legend? The four or three game against LAFC. 48 goals in 52 games, single season goal scoring record. Those are things you can say, hey, that makes him a legendary member of the LA Galaxy. I would be okay with that. For me personally, given what, given the championship pedigree of the organization as a whole, what we as a fan base expect out of our team, out of our club, out of our players, for me, you got to win a cup. But I understand any Galaxy fan labeling Zlatan a legend. I have no problem with it whatsoever. And you know what? When it's all said and done, when when he's kind of hung up the jersey and he, he's moved on, I imagine I will look back at, at my own opinion and we'll we'll uh, adjust it accordingly because he's 
I've never seen something like him. So we actually got a pretty legit good question. Why did you only from... get four seconds? And I, I got like, I think 10 minutes. It's your show. Shut up. All right. So Jesus, Ga- Jesus Gallardo wants to know, if there was a 30 for 30 about the galaxy, what do you think it should be about? Um, How we kept pushing the league forward and saved the league time. Say you had to I pick, mean, really, a, you had to I mean, pick a specific think, thing. Yeah. Well, specifically, I, I mean, I guess the the most exciting times would probably be. You probably, I mean, the first thing you probably be doing was like the Beckham era. Yeah. It's got to be Beckham. Yeah. yeah that, I, well, I think that no, I think the the book, the Grant Wall's book, you know, and the tension fuck, between Beckham and I haven't read that. The, the tension between it's Beckham not, and it's Donovan. Not, it's not great. And you know what's you know what's better about that book? I got shit for you. That's not in that book. Now I'll that I'll tell you about. That's not. I got better information than Grant Wall about that. Book. I bought the book at a thrift store for like three dollars. Yeah, it's it's not great, and it's great. You're supporting Grant Wall. Fuck that dude. Well, more supporting like the 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 store that bought that book. Especially since they it should, was like probably what like a Goodwill or something. They should know better. It was like a it's thrift books. You know I mean? yeah. So so that's you're it's a good cause. You bought a shitty book for cheap. <laughs> that's where um, I get all my books from. Honestly, honestly, it's gonna be, it's gonna be you know the 2011 MLS Cup final. Um, what I would lo- yeah, even if even if I had to pick what I would like it to be, it would be the Beckham Circus, the the signing, the circus, him trying to leave, uh, him coming back, and 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 fans being vocal about their their sentiment. Well, I think that's what you do, you do two thousand nine to two thousand eleven. I I I think you can't because it, you'd probably struggle to do the 09 without covering the 07 and him joining and all the craziness that brought us. And to that's that what point. I'm saying. I think you do the you do the. You do the whole like his whole era, because whole you, you you have so much, you have so much in that time frame. Just like oh seven to oh eight, you know, him coming in injured and just this, I mean, just absolute media circus. Well, you you started oh nine where we have failures and oh ten you have failures, and then finally you have the victories. I think you you started with Real Madrid saying, "Hey, we're done after this contract. Like after this term, we're we're good." Because, you know, Beckham was still on, on, if you remember, he was still on Real at the end of the first Galacticos era when they couldn't win a trophy to save their life. He signs for the Galaxy. And this is one of, it's one of these weird things that are just like etched in my memory forever. He signs for the Galaxy and they're like, well, how, how dare you choose to leave? And then they threw him on the bench. And then their season just goes into the absolute tank. Yeah, not just the bench. Didn't they? Didn't they like send him to the twenty ones yeah, or whatever? Was, he was banished because how yeah. dare he leave to Major League Soccer when Real Madrid decides when you get to leave. You don't get to decide when you leave, even if you are David Beckham. And then they their season tanks, and they have to bring him back and apologize to that guy. And he almost single handedly, just passion and grit. It's it was the Beckham that I was excited was coming to the Galaxy, drove them onto a La Liga championship, and then comes to the galaxy um you know real madrid attempting to uh having their lawyers go over his contract with the galaxy because they wanted to try to get him out of it because he was playing so well for real madrid that's where you start it uh you know you 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 crescendo in your second act in the 2009 uh, ac milan friendly where where you know galaxy fans so um so enraged at the the blatant disrespect and both u.s media and england media not being able to comprehend the fact that we as fans don't give a shit that you were famous at Manchester United, that we as fans don't give a shit that you scored a, a, a goal against Greece in the World Cup qualifier and, and you're this big. We don't, that's, that doesn't have fucking shit to do with me, man. 
You know what I want you to do? I want you to beat Colorado. I want you to score against Preston Burpo. That's what I care about. I don't care that you beat Brazil. That's irrelevant to me. Oh, what a name to bring up, too. I got you, man. I don't care that you beat that. You know, you got you got some some backstory with Argentina that you somehow rectified, and everyone. It's it's irrelevant to me. I got death threats. I don't. Yeah, I don't care about any of that. It's it doesn't matter. You know what? You know what I need from you? I need you to stop, Sasha Victorine. You know, I need you to stop, uh, Breck Shea. I need you to not have three goals go past us in the first half of the 2010 Western Conference Final because those are the things I remember and those are the things I care about. That's your second act, and then your third act it concludes. It, and you know, you could argue that it should it should end on the 2012 MLS Cup Final because that was his final riding off in the sunset. Maybe that's where you know screen goes black and you do the little text at the end. You know, Beckham resigned for one year and rolled over. Galaxy repeated. For me, what what sporting wise, still the best moment of my life in a sporting sense. Concluded on a rainy night, the 2011 MLS Cup final, where Beckham finally got to raise an MLS Cup, and not only Gal- the Galaxy but the league as a whole sighed a breath of relief because we, as a as a country, as a sporting country, for what we were doing, as a league, they couldn't they couldn't have Beckham not have that picture. It is the most important photo in the history of the league is the day Beckham got to raise an MLS Cup. It ain't right. It probably shouldn't be, but it is. And that's that's the breaks because everything that came after it happens because of that moment, happens because of that picture and that image. It would be a gr- But fuck ESPN and their fucking LAFC documentary. So put it on Fox. But you know what I want? What's that guy who does the like, no, Civil I, War documentaries? I, I'm uh, Ken Burns. Ken Burns. Ken, give me a fucking Ken Burns. I. Uh, you know what? I I want to give my plot at CSPN. I'm so glad that they have that ESPN documentary <laughs> because we get to see every time, and it's etched in it in history. Yeah. Their pain after that four three <laughs> loss. Thank you, ESPN. Love it. I'll I will forever love you because of that. Yeah. What's it, your, What's your goalkeeper's name? Uh, Tyler Miller and him like almost in tears. Yeah. I love and it's it. Just, it just keeps happening. It keeps happening. <laughs> it happens every year. It just keeps happening. I love it. If, if I can, if I can spin off on that question quickly, if I'm picking a thirty for thirty moment uh, for ESPN to ever do a, a documentary on the Galaxy, it should be the 2014 Cup. It should be AJ's child passing away and being able to put a focus on uh, on his foundation and his charity um, and how. Landon, you know, was retiring and walking away. The greatest soccer player in the history of the United States was walking away and retiring. We really weren't sure whether Bruce was going to come back. There was this 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 big narrative, you know, kind of the last real championship hurrah, even though I think Robbie made it to the, uh, I want to say he made it to the semifinal, Western Conference semifinals the next year. Um, we got eliminated on penalties. I think it's Colorado. Um but it it should be that 2014 season where it was it was the end of a dynasty and it was the end of an era and it was, you know, it forced this big retooling and this big change. Um, that that's what I would. I would, I, like I would love to see one about the '96ers too, man. Just what they went through. Oh, man. Early, yeah. There you go. Do a thirty for thirty about 1996 Major League Soccer. Cover everybody. Cover it all because I mean that those are all things that need to be captured. And every time one of these these older players, you know. And it's going to start happening. Every time one of these older players start to die off, we just lose these stories. And and these are stories that are important because the league is only going to get bigger. And there was a time, if you were, you know, like Ed or myself or any of the other supporters groups, and 
and and and members of Lars that, that date back a long, long time, and members of the Galaxians that Linda Pickle. Linda Pickle. Linda Pickle is. I mean, I, you know, I I I, I will be the first. Can, to can you do one without Linda Pickle? A thirty you, for thirty. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. You shouldn't. Whether whether you, you you can or not, you absolutely shouldn't. Um, I I I wasn't a big fan of Linda for a while, and and as I I get older and as I I slow down a lot and. You know, even my like rah rah support. I would love to be on a plane to Houston, but like as as that aspect of my life starts to kind of get some distance, we have so much information, just raw data and information about the first ten years of Major League Soccer, specifically because of people like Linda Pickle. Like, I would love, 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 love to watch a thirty for thirty documentary about the '96. I still want to know what happened with uh, the Galaxia dude who had like the big helmet thing, and he was like a drummer. You know oh I, yeah, I know who you're talking about. I wonder what happened to that guy. Um, he, if I recall, he was he was pretty up there. Nah, it was that. Old I'm, not, I'm I'm not saying he was he was up there enough to like. Thirty for thirty on Galaxian dude with huge, <laughs> like, galaxy helmet thing. He would yeah, it was like a day. it was like a solar system, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, do that one. Excellent. All right, thanks to everyone who sent in questions. Ben's not going to read. <laughs> Yeah, what's going on with you? Where where are you at? Is it is it just no, I'm a good? No, no, I'm good. Yeah, I'm just I'm tired. It's eleven thirty. There, were, there weren't that many good ones either. On the did you check the Twitter Twitter thread? No, that's, that's your, your job. job. I know, but Ed, you you usually check it because you because... don't read them. So, so Ed, who uh, who would you want to play the most and also the least in the first round of the playoffs? So you, it's from our good friend Uncle Dishwasher. Uh, also, where does the SKC game rank for the most fun wins to watch at the Victoria Street Park of all time? Uh, I mean, fun. I've had some fun games at that stadium. Yeah, five two against Chivas. Four three against Chivas. Hits keep coming. Uh, the what was it? It was like three two against Chivas, where we came back and like Gavin Glynn scored two goals in like the last. (laughs) Yeah. Like in stoppage time, um, I mean, obviously MLS cups. I mean, it's gotta be top ten, I guess. It's up there. A big, a big B. I, I, I. Heartbroken that I couldn't make that game. Um, for me, I would love um, of the moments. Uh, July twenty f- no could have been twenty four. July or no, sorry, May two thousand eight. Uh, Beckham's seventy yarder against Kansas City. Oh, good old Kevin up Hartman. in the rafter for there. Good old Kevin Hartman getting uh, chipped. I, I mean, what he just and I mean, I would. Quote the running part of him, like trying to get back. He did the. He does the best he can do. He did the best. He, uh, bless his heart. Bless his heart. And for me, really, any game that Ed was on drums and Andrew was in the capital box, that's that's number one for me with a bullet every single time. You got you guys got a chemistry, man. There's this like there's this 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 love and this respect in your eyes that can't be duplicated, can't be replicated. There were good times, man. There are good times ahead. It'll only get better. Uh, our friend Nestor's like, I'll buy you some tickets if you go back on the drums. Is that something to consider? Hey, man. You do it, I'll do it. Okay. Anyways. I love it. I miss it. I miss it. I miss going up to Copper Box and doing the drums. Yeah, 14 months. 14 months and three weeks, and I'll be I'll be right back to work. <laughs> um. Oh, yes. We do have a slice of bacon. Um. Let me bring up the email. I forgot about that. Thank you, Jamie, for, for sending us that. I know it's, you know... You're busy during the for the during the day. And we really appreciate that. You and Big Tony, we really appreciate it. Hashtag Tam for Ed. Damn, wow. He's that targeted allocation money to get you some season tickets. I'm, that's only for bringing in new people. That's where you fuck up. Yeah, that's that's where it's that's where it's. You uh, get that game. I got games, baby. 
<laughs> games for days. All right, with less than a month to go, uh, second through eighth are still only separated by six points. The Galaxy have found their place back into the playoffs, but with four to five games remaining for each team, nothing is certain. While the Galaxy should make the playoffs, it might be time to give up hope for anything better than fourth place. With the remaining schedule, it is more beneficial for Seattle and Minnesota to eat up their points, um, eat to eat up the points of second and third place, while leaving our competition floundering for a spot in the top eight. We do stand to get help from the East again this week, starting tomorrow night when Portland hosts Red Bull. Saturday, Atlanta. Saturday, Atlanta hosts San Jose, and New England hosts RSL. Sunday, we see New York City FC head to Dallas, while DC United will host Seattle. This uh, that is a lot of possible points that could be dropped in our favor. Galaxy have no reason to lose on Saturday. If you have any questions as to why, you can send it at LA Galaxy Outsider. Madam Serrano did all the research for us. Uh, Montreal coming off a one one zero loss at home to Cincinnati, are one three and one in the last five games. Outscored 6-10 to and have not picked up a road point since their win versus New York Red Bulls on May 8th, 2019. Uh, we'll also be on short rest as we'll also be on short rest as they host Toronto FC tomorrow for the Cascadian Championship. On a side note, uh, she's working on a long in-depth of the remaining schedule for each team. Uh, she just hasn't had time to finish that writing yet. Uh, but it's crazy how many points we're um, we are waiting. Sorry, it's it's. But it's just crazy how many points we are wanting Kansas City to take because it could honestly launch them into playoff position. MLS is whack. I just I just see Ben looking at me, and he's in talk, his talk, eyes. Talk, he was like, just threw me this, this look like he's like, I should have read this. Anyways, you can uh, read the full thing on our website, uh, RadSquadcast.com. We have the full uh, slice of bacon that will be posted up there. Again, thank you, Jamie, for contributing to the show. Really appreciate that. There is a really quick uh, lightning round question in the in the live chat at the moment. Fully healthy squad scenario. Who do you start? Favio versus the legit Corona Jonathan Trio, and also Antuna versus Alessandrini. Go with the hot hand. I mean, I think that's with Drini. I mean, if he's healthy, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you kind of have to start him, right? Yeah, but uh, I'd want him to come off the bench for one or two games. He is saying fully healthy. So fully healthy is, is presuming everyone is 100% match fit, 100% conditioned, not injured, no card suspensions. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's good. Who are you starting? Um, I'm definitely starting Allison Journey over Antuna, mm-hmm. but I might start Antuna over Fabio. I don't think I would. I And I, I see where you're coming from, but where, where would you play Antuna? That's the thing is, because Fabio... He plays that 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 tip of that triangle in the center midfielders. He's he's a more successful geo. geo. Yeah. It's where you would have wanted to play geo if he was healthy and, and and cared. But I think with Antuna, if you played him in that that position, he could make back post runs or or run mm-hmm. off of Zlatan, which I think he would do better than Fabio. Uh, yeah, because I don't think I Fabio mean, doesn't really get in those positions where. You know, if Zlatan's making a a, a run to the, the to the, the the far post or near post, that you know Fabio's not making that opposite run to try to you know maybe pick up a a secondary ball or anything like that. You really don't see that coming from him. Mm-hmm. He kind of tends to stay back at like the top of the box. Yeah, I mean, it, it's something we spoke about earlier on the show. Like, I tend to default to playing a person in their preferred position. All things being equal, for me, all things being equal, I play. Um, 
everyone's healthy, everyone's good, everyone's, everyone's ready to go. Pavone on the left, Zlatan up top, Alessandrini on the right, um, Fabio in the middle, Jonathan and Legette in the middle uh, uh, at the the center mid role. I think Jonathan does more than enough defensively to kind of cover without needing that third center midfielder, and it's always an option to, you know, you you start a start a game blitzing, start a game with all your best pieces on the field, blitz them, go after them. If it's not working out, we already know who's coming out. Fabio is going to come out for the third center midfielder, clog up the mid, drop Alessandrini and Pavone back to play a little more defense. Get a control of that midfield. If you need it, you can drop Jonathan a little further uh, into a more defensive role to kind of control and just outlet the ball to the to the the wings and go after him. And then I don't think having uh, having a tuna as a bench bench option is is that bad. It's great because say Pavone's not having a great game, you can take him out. Say Alessandrini's not having a great game, you can take him out. Say Corona's not having a good game, you can take him out. It gives you a Say Zlatan's not having a good game, you just keep passing the ball to him anyway. It gives you a bunch of different options. And when we're all fully fit and healthy and rested and good to go, we got a lot of options. It's just yeah. a matter of getting to that point. Yep. All right. I think we're done. Anything else you guys want to talk about? No da- FIFA. Damien's birthday tomorrow. I know, man. He's going to be one tomorrow. Hey, you know what? And congratulations up. to you two. Three years, man. Yeah, we hit three years this week. September 14th, I believe. That was insane. I saw that pop up on the memories. Yeah. We've been, I think it's. I think. I think we're good. I think this. This should be the last one. Yeah, let's. We're gonna call it. Let's pack it. Let's we're pack, pack it in. You know what? You gotta finish high. You you don't want to burn out. You just want to fucking explode, right? What's the saying? It's better to anyways. die young. No, it's better to burn out than fade away. Oh, that's what it is. something I. Are we bur- are we burning hot right now? Is that is that what's happening? Uh, in all joking aside, thank you to every person who has downloaded an episode, shared us on Twitter defended us against you know nonsensical attacks mm-hmm. um the patreon subscribers away days signer uppers every person that's ever done anything to support us in any way whatsoever thank you yeah and also i mean thank you to the people who contribute you know big tony jamie bacon madam serrano apparently tag team in slice of bacon and help the com- fucking community yeah, yeah. that got built around what was started as the people's podcast and then to have the people come in and find a way to help the whole point of it the whole point of it from day dot was no disrespect to anyone it was hey man there's room for something else it doesn't exactly have to be anti anything else it doesn't have to be comparative it doesn't have to it doesn't have to try to separate or segment but hey man like there's room and i think in our like second episode i'm like if you like doing if you like this or if you like corner of the galaxy or you like la galaxy confidential or you like la is our house because back then there wasn't a whole lot else grab a microphone twitter is free like facebook is free i think i think that's been our biggest uh achievement is showing that people showing everyone that you can do this because if two idiots like us can do it Literally everyone could do it. Yeah, it's it like if if we don't say the thing you're looking to hear, if you have an opinion that's in direct contrast, well, fucking sit down in front of a microphone with your idiot friends. Because at the end of the day, I did this so that I could sit and talk to Ed once a week because I was a thousand miles away. Yeah. And you then, know. I mean, and then on that point, you know, when it's a big shout out to our wives for, 
you know, letting us do this, letting us, you know, <laughs> take time away from you know us spending time with them to you know yeah. do this stupid little podcast. Uh, thank you, Denise, for reminding me about that. Yeah, it's uh, well done. <laughs> well, no, I mean, look at but no, on, in all seriousness, like you know, we we spend. You're getting an extra beating tonight, uh, by the way, Ed. It's not funny. Uh, brownie yeah. points, sir. There you go. Okay. But it is, you know, look, wife have a life, sir. Look at you've been you've gotten married. Since you've the had show a child and become married. I created the biggest child on earth. The galaxy signs Laton Ibrahimovic. We got rid of Geo. Pete Vianus got fired. Klein somehow still here. Well, he was demoted, and then got let go. He lost his parking spot. He lost his parking spot. <laughs> we Bruce Arena moved on. Ziggy passed away. Like, the things that have happened in the war. Trump is president. The we, things that have in happened. The, in the three years, we had Jermaine Jones. We had Steven Gerrard. Keen left the team. Like, Zardis left. Zardis left the team. AJ left. The AJ tribute show. Like That seems way longer than three years ago. Yeah. I was in Oregon. I said, fucking, what the hell was I doing in Oregon? You know how many white people live there? Not the good kind. Like, the questionable ones. I mean, they're all questionable. You just don't, you never take your eye off of them, really, yeah. is what it comes down to. Um, we got Ben. Ben came on as a producer. For and, better or for worse. And then stopped doing that. And that's, you know, that's his prerogative. <laughs> now he just hangs out and listens to the show live in person. You know, we all we all no, have no, our no, no, Listen, just use that loosely. He he plays, uh, uh, what's it called? Words with Friends while we record. But he hits the buttons. He seems more like a, a brick breaker kind of guy. Oh, like the where the... the Brick moves. You just yeah, move unblock me. Yeah. No, I don't think anyone who's blocked you plans on unblocking you anytime soon. You just stay, you stay nice and blocked. Man. <laughs> Benjamin, you want to hit that but closing thank you. theme? Thank, thank you, you to guys. everyone. Thank you, and especially thank you guys for listening and sharing. We appreciate that. Benjamin, where can they find you on the social media? Someday. Someday. Yes. That's not for another twelve weeks either. By the way, talk. Someday. Um, they, we'll you can see. find me at DT Radio Ben on Twitter. You can email the show, show at Riot Squadcast, or you can contact us through the website. We have a contact page there. Go see riotsquadcast.com. And that's where you can find all our social medias. Um, you can find our YouTube and everything like that. Christopher, where can they find you on the socials? Uh, at ZeroCool138 on uh, Twitter, Goodreads, uh, Untapped, and Ram. And the Grams. The Grams, yeah. Um, wish Damien a happy birthday tomorrow. I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna post an incessant amount of pictures about it. Um, it is my. And I will uh, double click them all, baby. Them all, double tap hard. Uh, it is my son's birthday. It is the greatest day in the history of the universe. So, uh, have a good day. Have the greatest day you can have. And thank you for downloading and listening. Thank you for sticking with us for three years. Uh, I appreciate it, and I love you. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at EdTheZombie13. You can find the show on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all of it under Riot Squadcast. Make sure you're liking and sharing the posts, especially when the episodes go out and we post those. The greatest thing you guys can do for us is sharing that thing and getting all your getting all your other friends to listen to our, our two-hour podcast that we have every week. Uh, if you want to listen live, we're live every week, usually every Tuesday. Uh... Tuesday uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and here on YouTube.com slash Riot Squadcast. And thank you to everyone who comes into the chat. You guys make the show so much more fun. <laughs> and sometimes Definitely. a little bit more distracting. A little distracting. Uh, but we love you guys so much. Thank you so much. We will talk to you guys next week. 
on that note, I love you. Bye. Bye. And Amy, congrats on the cat. She went after Jimmy. Very nice, beautiful. I went with Diego Pollard. Bye. Brian, suck a dick, bitch. Woo!